0: Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. I thought
1: I told you to stay on the ship. You did, but I thought it was boring and you were in trouble. There are a lot of explosions for two people blending in. You're right. I should just wait on the ship.
2: Welcome choristers and carolers to Stabcast holiday special. I'm Tim General Schmucks Hannon with Ryan Scattergun Solowski, Ben Manmontha Fowler, and Will Lazyboyheim. Happy Life Day, everyone. How are we all doing?
0: A happy Life Day to you. And a happy Life
3: Day to all of you.
2: And also with you.
3: This week on Stabcast, battle reports from our local tournament, the Stabcast makes a battle deck, and much, much more. You didn't say happy life day, Will. Do you not celebrate life day?
4: Uh you know, I just would rather not get into my personal beliefs right now.
3: Do do you celebrate the uh Burning Man from the most recent film?
4: <laughs> I that's later. That's for later.
0: What made up holiday does Star Trek have? What do you what do you celebrate, Ben?
3: First contact day. Ah. Okay. April fifth. Got it. I regret asking yep, yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm the answer was too quick and too easy yeah <laughs> it is the day the Vulcans landed on Earth and said hello to Zephram Cochran
4: Ben is correct. <laughs> I know of this
2: you don't have to tell us that it's okay
4: it, I mean just to, just to verify that he's not just making up that not making, making up. Star Trek because <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> you all wouldn't know <laughs> I, I wouldn't know but do you know how many crew are on this Imperial star destroyer Ben? I do actually and I had the number 40,000 cuz I think Will and I discussed that. <laughs> I knew it was a rough estimate. 30-40,000. Mm-hmm. All right,
4: Legion. Legion, Legion. Legion. Sure. Well, since the last episode, we've had an explosion of Legion. Well, ah, I mean, yeah,
2: I guess. Yeah. So much Legion.
4: I, our casual nights have been picking up steam. Like yeah, we yeah, had they have, eight people and we had six people. These past few weeks. That's yep. Right. Now,
3: before someone makes fun of me, I yep. was not present. No, you were. But aren't. let me ask you: How many of those were the five hundred point skirmish games? Uh, two weeks ago, there were two five
0: hundred point skirmish games, um, and then last week there was just one. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. But so people are had... coming out for it. So yeah. Well, that's so we, a, we've we've had start. The last two weeks, we have had two full size games, and then a variable amount of skirmish games. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been good for the store.
4: It's been awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's been great seeing more people out than. We would normally get just for time constraints, and yeah, I know the guys that are playing skirmish just prefer it because it's quicker and easier.
0: And I think one of them was a uh, a teaching game, Probably, as, they, yeah. as
4: the as new players are getting their their armies put together and painted. Right, right, excellent, excellent. And in that time frame, I've also played five games of Legion myself since we had look those at... two nights <sighs> and then a local event. Yeah, get those reps in, get them impressive. reps.
2: That's very. Have impressive. I become the
3: will? Oh yes. God. I'm leaving the mm-hmm. podcast soon. Right.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, three of those were against Ryan. So, you know, yeah. I had to put up with that <laughs> in my life. I really hate Sabine. Oh, but I uh,
3: you just shoot her in the face until she's dead.
4: No, that doesn't True. work. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't. Melee. <laughs> I don't have, well, I have Obi Wan, but then Luke kills him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no right answer help no the, the right answer is the last time you
0: did shoot sabine she was on a big rock with heavy cover with a shield token
4: and a dodge token she yes felt, but that's all secure. i had to shoot the rest of your army was like at range four and a half just like i don't around.
3: know let's so what you do though i, I mean I don't you don't want to think enough this. shots into her i'm moving her on um <laughs> So ins- wait, 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 wait. So if you, you're not going to talk about a, three of the games against Ryan? No. Whose game are you going to talk about?
4: I'm going to talk about a duel versus the half man, half badger, all enemy of the podcast, Brett.
1: Ah, not nah, he who must not be named. Ah. Yes,
4: and I named him. I uh, we, we had the first of our our clone fights to see who is the superior cloner. And I was victorious, so I I do not have to be removed from the podcast. Hooray! So you Hooray. you sent the trash panda back to the trash can? I did. Oh. I sent him to play Marvel Champions. <laughs> Which is a good game. Good, It game. is. It was a good time. Brett enjoyed it. Tune in um, next week for
2: our Marvel's Champions podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, But no, we, we had a wonky game. Uh, we played... Limited visibility with clones, and that just means you both get set up for turn two unleashing hell on each other. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yep. I got the quick draw on turn two to shoot first, and I got two full Z6 squads to shoot at Obi-Wan. Huh. Which ended up with Obi-Wan rolling nine dice to save, and he took five wounds. And you guys both played Rex cards, so Obi-Wan had no fancy yes. token shenanigans, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brett instantly lamented not playing Obi-Wan's two pip to get a bunch of dodges, which I thought he was going to do. And then I was just going to fire support into his Rex. But I saw that Obi-Wan sitting there with nothing but heavy cover. And I had 22 dice for him.
2: (laughs) So I started blasting. (laughs) So I started blasting.
4: (laughs) So he was down to one. And then on my next activation, my Rex. Pings in with one of the gunslingers, and he falls over. And then Brett conceded. Which yeah. wait, wait, wait! Your battle report is: yes.
3: I shot at Brett with all the dice, and then he said, "I'm out." He did. Yep. I. That, that's your battle
4: report. I that's wasn't... his
3: battle report.
2: Ben, what's your battle report?
3: Ben. <laughs> yeah, Ben.
4: <laughs> Jeez, um, giving me crap right now. Listen, um, people, I
3: lead a very busy life. Um, oh yeah. I'm clearly yeah, yeah. Busy life. Well,
4: then let me finish because <laughs> yeah. the story's not over. Um. All right, continue on, Kanye. No, that's I'm gonna let you finish. I'm oh, sorry. I guess you're I guess Kanye. I'm Kanye. in This you're age. Kanye. Swift. Continue. continue on. <laughs> continue on, Taylor Swift. Sorry. Yes, I will. Brett broke up with me. Uh, <laughs> I wrote an album about it. <laughs> yep, and made millions of dollars. Uh, and so. My takeaway is that you shouldn't do this because I played a game later and I had a very similar thing happen. Ryan killed my Obi-Wan on turn two a couple days ago on Wednesday night. Uh, This was not the game we had discussed that I was trying to block from my mind. He was not playing Sabine. Okay. Uh, He rather graciously modified his list after I requested it. I did. I feel I must mention before he does. Oh, it's okay. I I (laughs) wanted to experiment with the X-34
0: against prequel factions, and I knew that two out of the three players that were going to show up to our Wednesday night with full 800-point lists, two out of the three were prequel faction players, so I had a pretty right. good chance of,
4: of getting a, a test game in. And you did. I did. Um, I made a mistake with Obi-Wan. You know, we're playing hostile, and I I sit him down not against a piece of terrain, and Ryan's licking his chops and ready to just blow him up. And he does. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Spends about all of, most of turn one, and then like, was it first activation turn two? Yeah, first on?
0: activation of turn two, I got him.
4: Yeah, so same as Brett. Uh, which Ryan then told Brett about, which gave Brett some some needed joy Yeah, I think revenge. the photo may have made its way to our Instagram. If not, we'll make sure it does. Uh, if it hasn't, we can just post it there soon. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I chose to play it out with Ryan, because we were already playing mm-hmm. on a Wednesday night, and you know... If we stop, we just have to go home or something. <laughs> and so it was interesting to learn how you need to like improvise once the dice and your own bad choices give you what you might think is a worst case scenario in this very early in a game. Like, you know, what do I do now? Was basically my whole game plan. And so just what do
1: I do now?
4: Just getting some practice with that was good, and I nearly turned it around. Like, yeah, came you right really down did. It. Uh, we ended on turn five. And it was key positions. And, you know, if I do some movements differently or things go a little bit better. Well, I shouldn't say better. They were going stupidly good for me. And then I still didn't get there. Uh, Ryan's dice went super cold with Luke when he was trying to (laughs) chew through all my crannies.
2: I watched it happen.
4: Yeah. Tim was watching and just like. Kind of aghast, but also excited, hopefully, to see Ryan lose, I think. Always. <laughs> always always exciting time yeah. for me. But also, like, oh, those dice. I think it hurt Tim just a little bit. Yeah, it was quite so,
2: quite sad.
3: I have to ask the question. As I am playing droids, my two commanders are 200 points apiece. Mm-hmm. Is it because you have Rex and Obi-Wan and that Rex is a point value you can deal with? Because I know your base units are, are more expensive than mine. Right. But is it because you have a cheap commander and a more expensive commander? Like you can make that work if you lose Obi?
4: Uh, I suppose, you know, like I had more invested in the list than you would at having 412 points of commanders or whatever it is yours is.
3: It's about 412 points. I, guess, I think it's 435 is oh, what yeah. you actually yeah. do all the math. <laughs>
0: no, but the, the trade that I made in that game was, I think at the end of round two... I had one wound on the bark, a dead Obi-Wan, and two dead clones. Yes. And so I had put my effort and energy into getting Obi-Wan off the, off the field, which was I didn't feel bad about, but he still had a lot of stuff on the board. I did.
4: And um, my clones were in good spots. like They were yes, in they heavy were. cover with range over the middle key position to deny that. And it was a turn three or four that I mulched Ryan's units pretty bad. Yeah, I think turn 3 you got 3 activations uh um, off
3: the
0: board, off the board before they could activate. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's gross. Else. The, the Z6s started
4: going off. Yeah. Cuz I guess I can talk about the list I've been running lately as well. Yeah. Um I've been running obviously OE one Rex uh with I'm I've been changing the upgrades around on them uh just to see what's what's better on that like loading up Rex versus keeping him cheap. But the main thing in my list has been five tr- clone squads with Z sixes. No DCs right now, and I really dig it. As a man of a variance, I can I can throw those Z sixes and whiff a couple times, but you know, as long as yeah. there's a hit or maybe one hit or more, I'm I'm happy with the Z six. Well, I also think the the
0: clone. And droids to some degree, uh, surge token mechanic works really well with the Z6. It does. The more dice that could potentially be surges. Yeah. So and you and you get to play around cover because fifty percent of the Z6 hits that hit are crits and just gonna flat out ignore it. So. Yeah. Oh yeah.
4: And I mean the crit one on the DC fifteen is nice, but it's also thirty points for each one. Yeah. And the weight of the weight of twenty two dice when you fire support is it's something. Yeah. Yeah, that that's is, fun to that roll.
2: Is much dice. Yeah. And I mean, even I mean, just those odds are ugh.
4: But and, I mean, I, I did that into Ryan's Land Speeder. Yeah. And yeah. it was I think you got four, four wounds you, wo- you got
0: four wounds through, which is yeah, pretty I got four I wounds. Mean, in, on the indomitable land speeder, it's pretty the, good. Yeah, with it. Yeah, for having cover and some armor. I mean, yeah. Co- yeah. Cover yeah, that's your armor too, yeah. So No, it was it was a fun game. I didn't <laughs> I wasn't sure that I was going to pull it out. I think you you spoiled the anywhere. I did pull it out by what a hundred points in the end.
4: Yeah, we we ended up tied on key positions, and Ryan got me on victory points because Luke did end up killing Rex in the last round. Right. And, and I I made some bed. I think I could have made it to the middle point to win it if I had moved earlier, but I didn't. And then if right. I move earlier, you do other things, you know. So, <laughs> I, you know, I can't say that. The butterfly choice is yeah. wrong.
2: But... See, as an Imperial player, I feel that on a spiritual level of the man, if I just move one turn sooner. That's oh, it. yeah.
0: It hurt my heart, though, because I got to sealed that game locked and key away. If Son of Skywalker, I kill a set of clones with my first saber attack, and then there's a two man clone squad who's about to run and score a key position, and Luke, for his second attack, pulls out his, his nine mil. And rolls hit blank.
4: Yep, and I felt real sad. Double reds, and he needed just two results, and yep. he got one blank. <laughs> like I even I would I would have even felt better if
0: it would have been me rolling two hits into Will rolling two blocks. I pierce one, and the same outcome still happens. Right, but right. But it wasn't right, right. it wasn't that one in eight chance of, of Luke's gun
4: failing on the SOS turn.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, no, and uh,
4: I, like I said, the the dice turned away from you on that round. Like I think Luke. Missed a kill with his first attack, like not on the son of Skywalker, but before that yeah. when he jumped in.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: So you, yeah, Luke. Like, Luke's
0: attack dice had not been super on point. So so, so it, we it happens. Playing,
4: we were playing kind of more like a practice game, so we were talking mm-hmm. out kind of the plan. And your plan should have worked. <laughs> this right. Was my takeaway. <laughs> and then it just didn't. And I agree. Like, oh, <laughs> look at that dice games. Dice games. Yep. Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: That's right. That's so,
2: um, we've
0: had a tournament this past Saturday where mm-hmm. I got to play the Indomitable Wilhelm um, it was a weird tournament where we didn't really stick to the you know set rules because we had we had some awkwardness with the
4: player count yeah
0: we had five players and right. we didn't want to have repairs so the Swiss kind of went to hell in the second and third round but everybody had a, a pretty good time and my second or my third game, because I had the first round by, was against Will, and he was bringing Rex Obi Wan, and I was playing Luke Sabine, some Rebel vets, a Mark II, three Z sixes, one medic, and two snipers, and the map we played on was awful for both of us, which yep. made it really interesting. It was um, something. So, so what you? So what was the map? The map was uh, our good friend Scott's. Uh, desert table where he had a little, about a CD size piece of difficult light terrain, palm trees in the middle, and then a bunch of foam core cut rock spires that are flat on top. Think kind of like the Arizona, you know, desert that you can jump up onto. There are six of them. Four of them are height two, two of them
4: are height one. And they're in a circle about range, uh, what, two away from the middle, like one and a half? Yeah. Um, no, some of them were about them, but...
0: range one because we couldn't make some of them that we really wanted to key That's positions. Um, we played yeah. KP. Um, and I kind of set up on my Vets and my Mark II on my back point. Um, Will ended up making one of those Rock Spires his key position. And then that little Oasis in the middle was was obviously the center one. Um, I think I got a better position on turn one of no shooting because we were so far away from each other. We didn't really want to go stand out in the middle of the open because we had a lot of line of sight blocking, some light cover in the very middle of the map, and then nothing
4: else. And well, so there it was there was heavy cover and stuff, but it was so far out from it the was middle so it was so far back. Yeah, the,
0: the, where impactful. most of the fighting was going to happen, we had yeah, to be were really either
4: blocking line of sight or in the open.
0: Yeah, really careful where we bring our guys out at. And so I kind of dangle Sabine, in, and it was a gamble on my part, in front of Will to where Will can march his army forward so they don't get as many tokens and shoot Sabine. Now, I've got a fully defensive kitted Sabine. I've got a med bot. She's got the shield and east And I use jump two to put her on top of this really tall rock spire to where she's going to have heavy cover, dodge token, uh, shield and I do think Will manages on turn two after pumping round after round after round into her Z sixes to, to put her on East but I uh, can sw- like
4: you yeah, had to ahead. use the med bot or you would have died. Yes.
0: Yeah. I, I brought my med bot around and I moved, I double moved the unit leader and then coheated one of those troopers as far close to Sabine as I could. And I just barely got her in range. Um, <laughs> So it's a pull a wound off, meaning that I could drop explosions the next turn. Because yep. um, I want to say you had already used your one pip um, previously to where I knew I was going to have the one pip priority. Um, um, Luke, Luke and Obi-Wan had a so. really goofy fight um, with who got to activate Force Push last because mm-hmm. the last force push is the important
2: force push right that makes sense
0: um and me and will actually once again this is one of the reasons I really like practicing with will is because we'll sit there and we'll talk out what we're thinking so um, to, to get in each other's heads and to try to figure out what the best play for both of us is and will you made the comment that since you don't quite instinctively see all your force push opportunities yet since you didn't really run, When you played Empire that much of Vader,
4: like it wasn't in your lexicon. Right. You do visualize your force push opportunities better because you use you've used it, I think, for a while. Sure. And you know, it's still something I'm getting used to with Obi-Wan.
0: Yeah. There was this one turn we had this really goofy engagement, not really engagement, but uh Obi-Wan to try to get some cover jumped up on a rock spire. But Sabine's on a slightly taller one that Obi-Wan can't leap up to. But they're within <laughs> range the two. Ground. But they're within range two of each other. Um. <laughs> so we we got a great photo of that. Um the game did end up going my way, but it was funny to watch both of us kind of struggle with this table. And not that it was a badly designed table, it definitely made gave us some very interesting decisions to to play around. Um but I think a few dice rolls early on on Will's side didn't help him, Sabine not going down, and then he had only one set of clones that he tried to attack my safe key positions with, and when you've got a Rebel vet squad and in a Mark II on top of it, um, one clone squad isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to break that.
4: Um, yeah, I, I had one that was kind of going to flex between the two, and then that Sabine side was not working out, so I was like, I guess I'm committing over there now. Yeah, <laughs> I just tried to double down and... Get Sabine, and then it still didn't work. So yeah. I was very you, you were sale. close. You were really close. I um, she still like I got her to
0: one wound like twi- You know, yeah, you got her to one wound twice. Yeah, yeah, because which, med which bots feels bad. Yeah, med bots are awesome. Med bots. Luke Luke won the Obi wan <laughs> duel because I had enough other stuff that Obi wan kind of had to deal with. He was also trying to play a little bit of the Guardian game from Sabine's explosions and just sitting on top of this rocks by gunslingering stuff
4: he just had a lot to deal with all right yeah and i could luke's
0: only job was kill your barkspeeder and then kill obi-wan and he did he was yeah and he did both of those things so it was it was a fun game so
3: i so i have to ask the question yeah. is obi-wan's guardian the trap or is it the trying to do too many things with obi-wan the I, problem
0: i think the problem is obi or luke i think is almost always probably going to win that fight as long as the rebel player is smart and doesn't Go into him when he's got like he has way you got to have ways to fish those dodge tokens off of him. I think Guardian on Obi Wan is really strong because he's not he's not the the Grievous he's not the Vader he's not the Luke hyper aggressive. I'm gonna come swing at your dome piece like he's great in melee, but he wants to get into melee kind of alongside his clones or having his clones right up behind him. He mm-hmm. is a that support melee. He's not the one yeah. that that comes in on a wrecking ball. And <laughs> and crashes through your front line, kind of like Luke does. Right, um, and I think yeah, that's that reflected
4: in so. his cards. He doesn't get just a straight up, you know, double attack or right. another right. action. He gets the potential by taking standbys and things. But then, and you got to put yourself in goofy situations to make that standby pay off. But when it does, it's pretty. Oh, when it cool. does, it's
0: awesome.
3: Listen, we've talked about this before. I'm an admirer of beauty in every form. I would watch you and McGregor come in on on a wrecking ball. Absolutely, sure, no right. doubt. absolutely. All
0: right, we've already dumped on Ben for not playing Legion. Ben, mm-hmm. when was the last time you played? I know it was what three weeks three ago. Weeks you played ago. Tim yeah. online. When was the last time right. you put a
3: model on the table? Uh, it was probably before Thanksgiving. It's it's the time of year is always rough for me. Sure, it's always been rough for me. Um, and every time I go to do a Wednesday, like we had auditions for the musical, so I had yeah. about three weeks where I didn't have a play activity. And then I was at work every night till eight PM for a week. I'm not going to defend so. Ben much. I will defend him in this though. There was one night <laughs> you did come oh, oh, yeah. out. I did come out,
0: <laughs> and you were the odd man out. So I was you the also odd man out. I was like, played Marvel <laughs> Champions, <laughs> and so we can start our Marvel Champions. <laughs> it podcast It
3: was next delightful. Week. And then last week, honestly, I'd been running so busy, I was sure. just tired. This past no, Wednesday, true. I just yeah, went to no, sleep. That's be real honest. It is I mean, but listen, clearly. I'm attempting to sabotage my chances of getting a worlds invite between now mm-hmm. and February first. Because I've already bought my Adepticon tickets and I don't want to have to go get rid of those things and have to go to the refund line and
4: Yeah, Ben. We've got to play I mean, Team Armada.
3: Exactly. We're <laughs> playing Team Armada. So oh my gosh.
4: <laughs> or no Team Epic, not Team Armada. Wait,
3: uh, well well, I thought we were
4: also thing. playing Team Armada. Are we playing Team Armada?
3: I, I'm i t- I'm debating going to the Armada Worlds tournament just because I've never played the game, but surely I can't do that badly. <laughs> well, well, our Adepticon segment is later,
4: so we'll talk about it
3: then. I mean, my Armada stuff is, yeah, was donated by, by Ryan, and that yep. was from three years ago, but they've mm-hmm. only released two models since then, so who knows? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, self-sabotage is healthy, right, Tim?
2: That's uh, That's incorrect. Uh, however, oh, okay. in this game, uh, I got to play Landon, and I actually didn't self sabotage this time. Look at me go! Oh, Yay. look at you
3: improving! It's always you. about working on the self, Tim. Always about working That's on the self. Right. Punish yourself. Start until with the you're man better. in the mirror.
2: That's right. <laughs> Yell at yourself <laughs> at night. It's fine. That's how you get to see. But anyway, <laughs> for this game, I played Landon. And God, sorry, had... there's
3: so many Travis Bickle uh, quotes <laughs> I want to use right there. <laughs> None of them are family appropriate. <laughs>
2: Yeah, for this game I played Landon, and we had a we had a fun little game. Uh, I we chose to play each other because we actually have not really played really at all, all that much. Even in all of the all the times both of us have respectively played Legion separately, um, and so we had a game of imps versus droids, which is interesting. And uh, he was trying out. We were both trying different things. Let's let's preface it that way. He was trying to run Dooku all by himself, uh, without Grievous or anything like that. And uh, I think it was, if I remember his list correctly, it was Dooku, a bunch of those uh, EC squads, the three black die squads, basically, Mm -hmm. um, where I think all his core had those. And then two droidikas that were just naked droidikas. So it's pretty simple. Um, I had Veers, Bosk, two Shores with uh, T-21s, of course, and the Hunters on them. Uh, And also Bosk had Hunter on him. A naked stormtrooper, a mortar, naked mortar, and two flame troopers or two snow troopers. I would call them flame troopers. Two snow troopers that might as well be called flame troopers because hey, that's what they're used for. Um, with officers, obviously the flame trooper and frag grenades. Um, and I do like for five points. I do like having those frags on there. Um,
0: Does anybody want to want to take a stab at the over under of the double flame trooper list against the
3: Jordan army? <laughs> Hmm. That's right. Um, yeah, it's That's amazing right. When I told Tim I was
4: going to play some droids Suddenly there are flamers everywhere <laughs> I've been running flame for a while now Hold on now uh, uh, Steal the, uh, like the Joe Burrow Heisman odds of minus 36,000 That's right, That's
1: right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> In uh, fact,
4: I'm pretty sure In the last battle report that I
3: actually had I was like, and then Tim lit up an entire troop unit yes. I rolled one block I removed all of them at the yes. same time from the table I'm
2: pretty yes. sure I used the same <laughs> list Or a very similar yeah. list uh, But anyway then I also had two snipers on there and e-web naked snipers, naked e-web. So it got me to eleven activations at seven ninety-eight, and with seven ninety-eight, I actually got to uh, got the steel blue player, and that helped a ton. Um, I did. We had at that point, uh, we were the first ones playing the game, so I let Landon choose which board to play on because we had multiple options, and then so I said, "You choose the board, I'll choose the board edge." Um, and we, we did it that way. Um, so we did that. And I got a nice hill. Uh, if you look at our Instagram, which we'll, I know we always talk about that later, but if you look at our Instagram, it's up there. You'll see a picture of all my guys sitting up there on the hill while his droids are getting rusted in the water because there's a big old river that flowed through the middle. Um, we treated the river. We talked about it, obviously, before we started deploying. Uh, we treated the river as if it was difficult terrain and light cover if you were in it. Um, and that presented a lot of interesting uh, things and in different situations that popped up. Uh, we played Key Positions, Hostile Environment, and Major Offensive. So pretty pretty cut and dry um, deployment there. With the big river, and then also the big hill that I was on, uh, Hostile Environment never really super came into effect, to be honest. Um, it's probably one of those games that I've played where it came into effect like the least. I've never never had a game where it was so meaningless. <laughs> um, well, I will I will say droids. to
0: me yeah. it's really funny that if the environment is hostile, quick, everyone into the river. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. It's so hostile, <laughs> let's embrace it. Exactly. Um, but being on the hill here and again, it, it's helpful if you look at those pictures. Um, you'll see that I kind of made myself a nice little kill box. I, we got a the the rock in the middle that had the sun sphere tactical objective on it was the key position in the river and then I had a little hill that was one of mine and he had a wall that was his um, and we just kind of went at it and it, it, again it came down to kind of really just a kill box where he was coming in coming around the corner and was kind of getting funneled into these range 4 shots where they're whittling him down and uh, veers you know through his his range infinity shot and got a couple of dudes early on and it just kind of added up, so that the real problem was that by the time Duku rolled around, he kept him hidden, understandably. But once he came around, I was able to comfortably focus fire on Duku and just melt Duku decently quickly before he mainly before he could play uh, fear, surprise, and intimidation, because that's what I was terrified of. Um, and we got him down one one turn too soon for him, so we got him down just in time. Uh, but I will say. Dice-wise, it was, it was, I guess towards the end pretty even, but in the beginning, I think he, probably the first 10 white dice he had to roll on defense, all blanks. All blanks. Mm-hmm. He was just blanking left and right, which I know white dice are white dice, and I get that, but it's still rough to see that, even when you're going. It's what happens. Yeah, it's even when happens. you're on the other side, you're like, man, that sucks. I'm sorry. Um, but Could just Dooku not did make up for it a little bit. Dooku blocked like a champ. Uh, Bosk's super duper you know all the aims in the world shot uh i think i got two damage through because he just blocked everything couldn't stop it um but i was able to focus again because i had whittled down the rest of the army i was able to focus fire on dooku and we turned the eweb around we we pivoted it took the free aim from uh veers and shot him down and got him down but it was it was a good game there was lots of experimenting on both sides we we're both trying out some different things, um, and it was it was just again overall good game. Managed to call it at the end of round three, um, just because it was Dooku was down, and and I think one Droidica was almost dead, and the other one was going to die next. <laughs> um, and it just uh, it wouldn't have probably gone too too well for him, but it was a good game, very educational. Well, burrito, and Landon's
0: always like Landon is like the standby. He's probably over the last half year been there, even more yeah. consistently than me. Um,
3: so. But sometimes he doesn't
0: play. Yeah, he, well, that, that's the cool thing about Landon is he's always he'll. Play, there's a bunch of different games that get played Wednesday night at the store we play at, and he's he'll always if he's going to be the odd man out, we'll go play yeah. something else and take one. Marvel, Marvel Champions. So I, I value him. Yeah.
3: Well, speaking of the pictures that Tim probably posted to the Instagram, you should definitely check out our Instagram. Where you can see a picture of our theater cosplays, we want yeah. to watch the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, they're they're um, real bad. Oh, We're I, non-existent I, I, no! In you most mean case.
4: fantastic, sir? Yeah. My costume is fantastic. I, I definitely what? escorted Ben as my like my aunt from out of town on Charlene. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you've ever wanted to see me beardless playing Mon
3: Mothma. Then you've got to go to the Instagram and you know give it a like, give it a heart, give it a follow. Check us out at SW because let's just be honest, I'm beautiful. So
2: right. that's not sure. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's why you're looking sure. at it. not All for right. sounding sure.
3: Uh, listen, I have attracted many, many a Star Wars fan into my thirst trap. So <laughs>
2: that's, right. that's right. To get Sounds us like anywhere, we'll trap to that. Me,
4: Let's check out. Uh, please check out our Facebook and Twitter. Uh, rate us on iTunes, and as always, we are available where finer podcasts are streamed at SW Stabcast.
2: And while you're looking at all those different kinds of social media, you can also check us out on the Discord, the Legion Discord. It's a pretty lively place. We are all four of us on there. We are just at Stabcast, and then whatever name you'd like to call out and invoke us, we would. Most of us will show up. Or if you invoke one of the other staff cast members, I'll try and keep an eye out for it, and I'll poke them and nudge them until they show up for it. Um, also, there's some streaming on there. It's kind of quieted it down in between mm-hmm. seasons of Invader League being towards the end now. Um, unfortunately, and I keep those games. Yeah, the, the holidays. holidays a, yeah. yeah, exactly. The holidays, Invader League's almost done. Uh, however, the whispers have started. It is, it is beginning to stir again. It's almost time for... Uh, yavin based team league once again so that'll be fun and i'm sh- hoping to do some more streaming when that comes around so look forward to that
0: if you want to help support the show you can check out our t-shirt shop at teespring.com slash stores slash stabcast um, or you can drop us an email at swstabcast at gmail.com with uh, questions concerns for ben's mental health um Show topics you'd like to hear Listen, us discuss.
3: Cosplay is not a mental disorder, sir.
0: No, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, you shaving your beard to go as Mon Mothma, though, maybe is. Um, Man but it totally Mon wasn't it for right. that, he says. <laughs> so, but uh, you can just drop us a line. Uh, send us some photos of your store. We'll help promote you. Um, that's kind of, we want to be the, a show that helps bring people, points them to, to other communities. Um, and, yeah, so drop us a line at swstabcast at gmail.com.
3: If you want to see my partially regrown beard, our Knoxville Grade A Prime Championship, it is January 11th. So if you want that final attempt to get a March Worlds invite, you can come down to beautiful Knoxville, put the family up in Gatlinburg, come on over to Knoxville, which is but a scant 35, 40 minutes away. That's right. Because Sci-Fi City is close, actually, to Gatlinburg. It is true. Um, Yeah. Then come play with us. You, you know, there's plenty of indoor water parks which are all the rage. Put the family up there. They've got lifeguards, so you know the little kids probably won't drown. It'll be fine. Come through come play some Legion, throw some dice at us.
0: And if you do plan to come, you can go to the Sci-Fi City web store and pre-order your ticket. That is a great way to let us know how many tables to to sequester up and and get set for that event.
3: Yeah, we, we bought a lot of table toppers last time just to be safe and I needed every one of them. So, yeah, we yep. did. Yeah. It was well worth it, worth the purchase price.
2: Speaking of being worth it, uh soon, it's gosh, it's already what a few weeks away now. A few weeks away, man. What is it? The week after, a couple weeks after our our it's our, 2 weeks after ours, yeah. Our prime thing. Uh we shall be going to the Las Vegas Open Ryan and I and we'll be mm-hmm. having a blast there. I know it's going to be a Oh, are you together now? yes that's right no we're not we're not rooming together
3: listen t- I mean well I was, I was going to give a spoiler for the movie but I won't Charles so right. yeah, <laughs> you stop that, you you stop stop that right now. Old,
2: uh, but we'll be going to LVO and we'll be having such a blast I cannot wait to lose and then explore all of Vegas with the other fellow uh, well I won't call them losers I'll call them less than successful Legion players like myself and we can all just have a grand old time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Should be fun. I'm re- I'm really excited to go and start locking down my, my
4: world's list. Uh,
3: Make sure you pick up all the trading cards from the guys on the street. It's worth uh, it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Later in the year, we'll also be attending Adepticon. Woo! And we're happy to report that we were wrong. <laughs>
3: well, hang on. I don't... I don't know that we were wrong. We they were. waited to the absolute last minute, and by last minute, I mean like Sunday morning it's before true. they put some of these events up. But <laughs> it is, is difficult to make plans not
4: exist, and they do.
3: They do. So they I, do.
4: I would report that you and I are satisfied, but we were displeased with the the pace of uploading.
3: Yes, and I am I marginally that satisfied. Some,
4: some backdoor, you know, things were just not concrete until they had to be as people do i haven't looked have they added more legion events i do not believe they've added more legion you told us they added more crisis protocol yes which immediately sold out i imagine yeah that's a yeah it was gone by the time i checked after you told me like but uh yeah ben and i have all sorts of things lined up we're going to the uh, not to
3: continue my rant against a, uh, because I love Adepticon, I love that. But event planners, when you have a major, you know, triple IP, you got to have more than sixteen spots. There's sixteen people who live in Chicago who will play that game. Never mind the four thousand other people who are coming out. So sure, in mean, a
0: day, yeah, it's not. It's it's probably a terrain limitation, uh, and, a, and a venue space limitation because Adepticon yeah. is, I think,
4: quickly outgrowing. Where they've got it. It really is. Like the parking is getting a bit stuffed, uh, but uh, they're doing the best they can with it, I think. Yeah. They should Uh, move it to Knoxville.
2: What a beautiful city!
4: I don't think Knoxville can do
2: better than Chicago for space
3: have a convention center, actually, I don't know. Yeah. You can take that convention, convention center; yeah. you yeah. actually have the bar because it's all <laughs> underground.
2: <laughs> or take it to Nashville. I mean, Let's all go stay in the
4: Opryland. I'm fine with that. There you go. Ooh. There you go. Hey, the, I don't know about the three hundred dollar a night tickets at the Opryland, but oh, you can find It is ways. a nice place.
3: But we think we can catch a concert at the Ryman. I mean, Nashville's got some stuff.
4: It does. Uh, ben, do you want to go over what we're doing, or just kind of leave that as a tasty surprise?
3: I think a tasty surprise. We'll spend that on the next episode. Okay, because theoretically, you and I make it a world's invite, which is going to change all of that schedule. You yeah. never know, <laughs> you never know. So, I
0: mean, one of you who gets to practice a lot will have a pretty good shot. Listen, yeah, this is a, one of those games <laughs> where
3: you you just luck into a world's invite. Sorry. I mean, I, right, listen, I see. like Steve like people. like our buddy Al Paz. I mean,
4: uh, yes, our good Al friend doesn't. who I totally know. He doesn't mean it, Al. He doesn't mean it. <laughs> I, did, I don't want to be rude I'm sure you're a nice people.
3: Bl- a blind squirrel will find a nut eventually if he goes out often enough, which <laughs> Al Paz did, so.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: so <laughs> Hold on. That's Al, right, Al. Enemy of Al I saw your comment on my Facebook photo of Mon Mothma. I saw that. Man Mothma. It's my revenge, buddy. My let's, revenge.
0: Let's just remind, uh, who, <laughs> who won y'all's game
3: at... At
0: uh, Gen Con, you and that one. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it was was close. I mean,
3: no, it was actually down to the very last turn. It was a great game. It was a fantastic game.
0: Gotta, gotta
4: stick up for my boy, I guess. No,
3: no, I'm just saying. I saw his comments on my costume. (laughs) I saw them.
4: I fully expect Al to destroy me. It's some sort of game at Adepticon. Just be like you and.
3: I don't know Will because you sometimes can get to the zone where you don't talk during a game either. It's true. And I think it may actually be the most peaceful game you will play. Yeah, you know, that's true. Is, is he a
0: quiet fellow? <laughs> he's yes. a quiet fellow. Oh dear. My, my, my. <laughs> when we had to play in in Madison, my goads to to get him to banter with me to distract him did not work
3: at all. Didn't, oh dear. No. <laughs> I I also tried that tactic. He's a now when he's not playing, oh, super talkative, nice yeah, guy, great conversation piece. Yeah. But during the game, he's quiet and thoughtful. And you're like, I don't know what he's thinking. So he and I would face only in
4: terms like this does yes. this, yes. this does yes. that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and exactly. maybe a few wows. Yes.
3: <laughs> it's, you know, and Ryan and I do sometimes play the person. Oh, So absolutely. you can, 100%. you know. <laughs> that's, that's what Ryan does all day. Hundred percent. It's an engage piece. Yeah. If you're interested in coming down to Chattanooga, we do have a Dicehead Prime warm-up event January 4th.
0: Yeah, I think it's we're not, all going to try not to prime, but it's, it's, I guess,
4: the Knoxville warm up well, tournament. Yeah, it's right before our tournament, and then they've got their own later in the year. And so
3: it's almost as though I said prime and warm up right next to each other, just so that one would modify the previous word. Like an adjective does. We just because... want to make sure it's very clear. It is almost as though people don't that's how listen English to us. Works. They put us
0: on in the background, and when they <laughs> and so we just hear prime. prime championship. Their ears perk up. There's one on January 4th. We're just covering all our bases. Because God, if people actually listened to what we had to say instead of just warm noise in the background, exactly. I don't know what would happen.
2: Like it's not like I even listen. I'm just here scrolling the internet. And occasionally, when you yell at me, I'm like, oh hey, yeah. You that's laugh, right.
3: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <Legion. laughs> how about that game?
3: Oh, but calm it but, down, but, Baba frick. But some (laughs) – I'm going to have to cut it. Um... (laughs) Well, no, because no one knows who or what that is. Unless you do. Unless you do, you're in on the joke. If you don't know, then you'll find out once you see the film. Then you're out. You're like, I have no idea what that means.
0: (laughs) All right. Speaking of things that were once unknown but now known – we actually have news. News! <gasps> Something <gasps> we have <gasps> not had <gasps> <in so gasps> long.
2: You stole my beeping. There's just multiple channels. And it's,
0: and it's almost like FFG gave us each an article right up our alley.
4: <gasps> what a lovely Christmas gift. I know. Thank you. So Thank you. nice.
3: And I'll be honest. I mean, it could be terrible for our wallets in January. But it oh, was yeah. supposed to have been terrible for our wallets this month.
4: Yeah. So I think I
3: yes. appreciate because I'm about to go pay uh, my uh, my EDS uh, first bill here in a couple weeks, and that's going to get real rough. So. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a good five grand for a semester. Woo!
4: I hope this does not affect your purchasing of my services. <laughs> <laughs> because I need that to get the new things. What news yeah. article is up for you, my friend? Well, I've apparently gotten the short stick for this Yule log, and I am going to mention (laughs) that we have new new paint sets. Woo! So I've never actually seen the other paint sets. Have are they actually existing in the wild, or something? I have order online. Just to show when the last time Ben was in a store. That's actually the truth. (laughs) I don't think I've actually made it. Well, Uh, I
0: made
3: it once after Black Friday, but that was about it.
0: I mean, you could procure colors like Captain
3: Rex blue. Yes, uh, destroyer droid bronze.
0: We do love now, the is colors. It,
3: is it the blue of his eyes or the blue of his armor? I believe it is his armor. Okay, the blue of his heart.
4: That's not Wait, good that's at all. Not, not good. <laughs> that's not. That's, as as that's, that's version, bad. That's, that's not a good time. <laughs> we should check that out. <laughs> but we have Christophsis crystals for your uh, for your lightsabers. Get that nice light blue. I, I don't know. They're, they're army painter paints, right? Just rebranded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I, yeah, but yeah, and
0: I I use Army Painter. I like their stuff.
3: I do. I actually I do as well. Um, I believe that Dustin Harvey at Jagged Paintbrush Studios, Jagged Crystal Brush Man, ja- Jagged Jagged <laughs> Little Pill Studios. I don't Jag- know. I don't. Know.
4: Jagged uh, Paint
3: Cup. That's right. Yes. I made an Alanis <laughs> yeah, Morissette yeah. joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know he paints almost exclusively with Army Painter right mm-hmm. now, I and they look good. They look great. Yeah, so. They do.
4: No, so Army Painter's yeah. great. great. Uh, these. You know they are colors that you'll want. Like that's a good tone for you know what they're named.
0: Right, so it's, exactly.
4: It's a lot easier than yep. navigating the uh, the Citadel paints, where you're like, "What's a Nagaroth knight?" And <laughs> <laughs> and for those new
3: to the hobby, it is nice to be able to buy a set that has the color tones of the thing you're painting. Exactly. Yeah,
0: and you could if you're if you're new to the game, you can go grab your core set and then grab any of the the I guess there's five Star Wars Legion paint sets now because there's there's a a base
4: set and one for each faction yeah Mm -hmm. so they're they're a great place to start they are and they are not they are good deals they're good deals yeah they really are i think each faction is 10 paints for yeah 10 paints and they're msrps for 30 so you can get them for a little less than that probably so they're great deals yeah yeah so many new flavors and colors to consume Mm. But, you know,
0: Will's the hobbyist. Will's the painter of the, of the group.
4: I huff the paint.
0: You huff and drink the paint. Plastic, cement, and paint. I am super stoked for K2, the K2SO and Meatbag Pal expansion set.
3: <laughs> he is so tall. Now, that could just be, you know, a arrangement on the website. But K2SO is gigantic. Well, he like,
4: is. He was in the He'll movie. He'll never
3: get cover because he's always going to stand... You know, that well, four inches higher than Did the Did you barricade. see the
4: behind the scenes where it was uh it was the actor with like a three foot pole sticking up behind mm-hmm. him to show where the head would actually be? <laughs> yeah. Show so, uh, yeah, for eyelines. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. Will, his name is Alan Tudyk, Alan Tudyk. and he is a gym. In National He's Treasure. Shit.
4: That actor man. <laughs> oh, <gosh.
3: laughs> Will doesn't watch movies or television. He has very limited knowledge on these things. It's true. Obscure eighties bands like Dio, sure. <laughs> he knows all about all their songs. But
2: and he calls them garbage because he's a heathen.
4: I mean, garbage in a positive way. Sometimes you need garbage in your life. The actual
3: band garbage, yes. <laughs> Dio, no.
0: All right, we're, get, we're getting this back on to K- the K2SO and, and Meatbag Pal expansion <laughs> sets. I'm I'm super stoked with how tall that model is. I'm really hoping K2SO gets the unhindered keyword to where he can just <laughs> run over everything. <laughs> just um, like Cassian just Cassian looks pretty cool. Um I can't quite make out in my, you know, CSI Crime Scene Investigation zoom and in, enhance how many how many points he's supposed to be. Um I, th- he's I think gonna he's going to be 90
3: su- points. He's going
0: to be sub 100. If he's 90 points, yeah. I think he's going to be a little expensive, but we'll see what the rest of his kit does um he's got a cumbersome sniper rifle that's only two dice we're going back to infinite sniper rifles which i think is perfectly fine for a hero unit a Um, unique hero unit yeah i'm fine with that a unique hero unit that is that's got cumbersome tacked onto it it's two dice and there's no sharpshooter which is going to be kind of spooky because if they're in heavy cover you're just fishing for crits and he surges to a hit and not a crit He's not a slouch in melee with two red dice. I'm halfway tempted to maybe, like, put tenacity on him (laughs) and (laughs) charge him in there. Um, And then he's got a blaster with pierce one and red, white, white range one to two. Uh, But he's got some really cool abilities that uh, I think is going to make him feel like a very different type of commander with an asterisk. Um, He's got, let me zoom in and enhance here. He's got danger sense, just like his counterpart, Jin. Uh, Danger Sense 3. He's got loadout to where you'll be able to swap some of your uh, gear or armament upgrades around. I'm not exactly sure how it'll work yet because the text is super blurry. Uh, Marksman is going to be a new way to modify dice with aim tokens and then tactical. So he'll get always have aim tokens on uh, on tap. Six wounds, two bravery, surge hit, surge block, white defense die. I think it is a pretty solid package. Um we see one of his command cards that gives him Gunslinger, which is going to be really cool with, the, with that unlimited uh, range sniper rifle, being able to pick off two different targets if you can catch some people out in the open. And he gets an aim token, and after he activates, he can take a suppression to get a standby token. So he, Cassian can theoretically spend, uh, if he gets to spend his standby token on an attack, he will get to Gunslinger twice in a round.
2: It's disgusting. Yeah. It's
0: illegal. Yes. 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 It's unfair. Yes, it is. It's gonna be. It's gonna. It's <laughs> on a one pip. It's gonna be pretty dope. I'm a little disappointed. They did say that uh, K2SO only has one command card in the stack, uh, but Cassian also has another cool ability where you can deploy him as an operative, and he'll gain infiltrate, which I think is super cool.
3: I I like it, and I think it may be a better fix for Jin. Like I I, I think that is the evolution of Jin's ability.
0: Okay, I can see I, it.
3: Because I've said all along, I thought Jen should have been an operative that maybe has the ability to be a commander. Sure. Um, so I like. It. I think for the point value, the, which is as blurry, but I think it's ninety. Yeah. Um, I think it makes complete sense with danger sense, the marksman. I'm pretty sure that ability blurly reads something to the effect of spending an aim token to improve yeah. uh, one of your attack dice. It's
2: just changing a blank to a to a crit or something like that.
0: Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Which want.
3: is. Quite nice. Yeah. I mean, that really, and since you get tactical one when you move, mm-hmm. then you can just get a, an aim token. So, exactly.
0: the funny thing though is, I'm um, the sniper will be double sided, so we'll have to see what the other side that's probably mm-hmm. not cumbersome and probably not infinite looks like. But yeah. if you move to to trigger tactical, you cannot use his sniper rifle
4: because right. it is
0: cumbersome. So, that that's an, it's gonna be an interesting trade off. We don't see anything about K2SO other than the fact that he has a comm slot and a weapon slot. And he's looking like he's 70 Seventies? 70, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm anxious to see what he does, and I hope that he will be able to... My thing that I want is I want K2SO to be a, at least playable in a list that doesn't have Cassian or Jyn in it.
3: I don't... <laughs> I do wonder if he's going to have that Um,
0: that um keyword. The keyword. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Because yeah. Chewie feels kind of bad when you don't have at least somebody that's featured on his command cards. He's still good at what he does, um, but yeah, I cannot wait to see what. I'm more excited for K2SO than I am Cassian, and I don't even know what K2SO <laughs> does, um, but I, I love him as a character,
4: and it's gonna be it's gonna be super cool. It's nice that his weapon upgrade is Jin's blaster that she hands him at the, towards the mm-hmm. end of the movie. Like, yep, that's, that's adorable. Yeah, it's a nice little yep. touch there. So,
0: Tim, you also got some covert ops action.
2: I was just gonna say, but also on the Imperial side, we got some new things coming out. Um, very interesting i know that we've they've talked about this before they whispered about it and so finally we have uh eden Virso and her little id10 droid that comes with her um and it's interesting she's from uh the battlefront games or from battlefront 2 i should say rather and it's an interesting little reach out i wouldn't have thought they were going to be going this direction but i'm not mad about it she's an interesting character um, she's rather sure.
4: popular like it surprised me yeah
0: they yeah. also have two novels that went along with that game. Oh, so I see. I did not Yeah, that centers around Inferno Squad.
2: Cool. Okay. And I Inferno
3: didn't... Squad is all over X-Wing at the moment. Oh, nice.
2: So, See, look at all these things I didn't know. But anyway, like I said, I'm not mad about it. It's cool. Uh, I've played Battlefront, too. It's, it's neat. Anyway, but that's, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Eden. <laughs> uh, Eden is, best we can tell, I'm looking at the, the blurry pictures and trying to enhance. Uh, looks like 100 points. Zoom enhance. Yeah. She's gonna have for a hundred points. She's a commander. She's got quick thinking. She's got the covert ops thing, just like uh, that other guy that we don't care about. Yeah, me, so she can switch yeah. around and get infiltrate. Same old, same old. The loadout is interesting because uh, the one we can see, we have a range one to infinity, like the classic snipers with a double black die, high velocity, pierce one. Again, just being a classic sniper, but she's got search to hit, so that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> um, and
3: no, no cumbersome. But you're going to pay pay five more points for Exactly.
2: Uh, So no cumbersome, and she's still got the marksman on there, and she has nimble. So marksman and nimble with quick thinking on there is quick quick thinking, thinking,
0: (laughs) nimble, red defense die. I was going
2: to say, red defense die, three courage.
3: Three courage, yeah. Three
2: courage, six health. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I think well, a really hundred points, good.
3: double training. Yeah, 100 one points? zero zero. Like that's, the other yeah, thing that, that's that, that we're missing
0: is if we look at that token spread of all the tokens she's going to come with, there's another token. Not there's only a shield is she, token. Not only is she nimble with a red defense, dying quick thinking, she has a shield token as well, which
2: I have to imagine will be from her ID ten droid. I'm sure we'll yes. we'll give her some kind of shield. Uh, and again, we can't yeah. see everything, so we're kind of limited.
4: Well, all we can see is that ID 10 has one health, just one green value.
2: We know her one pip will give her sharpshooter two, which is awesome, get an aim token, which obviously will help her out with uh, Marksman there. And at the end of her activation, she gains one dodge token and one standby token. So she's killer. Yeah. She can just do all the things. Um, I'm really curious to see these other loadouts that we come. The sniper's Mm -hmm. interesting for sure. But I'd like to see more and just see what else we got, um, and of course also seeing what what ID ten does in addition. Yeah, to Yeah, because he's gonna,
0: unlike K two S O. He's gonna from the card anatomy, we can see that he's gonna be a counterpart and yes. not an operative. Correct, which, which I'm fine. Which with is gonna I be am. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm fine
3: with that, um, so there is a tiny token associated with him. Yes. Which is a tiny operative token. No, that's right. Well, hurt. Cassian, Cassian's
0: got the same thing in yeah. his token spread. Yeah. So I, I imagine I, you will use that token when you choose to use them as, right? Um, as operatives.
3: Although, well, no, because no, although, the operative command token's right up there. Yeah. Both, no, but this tokens. one's tiny. They both yes, have little tokens. <laughs> yes, I don't, Yes,
2: that is what that one is tiny. That's the point. Yes, but but, but if you look, I at think the picture, you're going to place it is, on his card. But if you you look at the picture, there is a stack, and there's There's three tokens there, and there's an operative token. Well, Well, that's what I'm saying. There's three for Cassian. uh, Sorry, I'm looking at Eden. I'm looking at Eden, and there's an operative token on top. You would assume the commander went underneath. Well, it, it's yeah, intriguing. Yeah. We'll figure it out soon enough once we get all the details It's, it's probably there.
4: a superfluous token, like the ball yes. form token for droids. Right, yeah, exactly. That's, it's just, that's just what so I it's think like everyone knows what's going on, but sure, if you just absolutely. tell your opponent, then you're fine. So. Yes. Because Iden like, Versio is a
0: commander token symbol yes. on her card with a little one underneath And I'm so pretty sure for, that token just covers that.
2: For 100 points, I am very intrigued. Um, yeah. I want to see cool. all the things we're going to do. Double commander. Veer's Eden is... Almost certainly going to be a list I'll be running. I don't know what that's going to mean for everything else in that list, but it's going to be great. And
3: and her one pip is so good. I think both of these characters'
0: one pips are so good. I I love it.
3: I mean, she gets sharpshooter 2 and an aim token, and at the end of her activation, she gains a dodge token and a standby token. Yeah. Yep. Let's get nimble real quick, real early. Oh, by the way, and I'm also going to murder that guy. With these two black dice, sure. But you're going to have no cover. Looking at Marksman,
2: (laughs) and again, I'm looking at a blurry text, so don't quote me on this. It says, when attacking, you can spend an aim token. Oh, no, you can spend aim tokens to improve the die results and things like that. So that means if you've got quick thinking plus that command card, and if you've got Veers in your list, she could have three aim tokens on her. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so you could throw three white dice, not give a rip what you roll, and you're like, eh, what if we had three crits? I improve it. Well, what I if we had three it. crits? Yeah. I improve it. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
4: There we go. Uh, as, as the hobby person, I'm going to mention that in the article, they say these models are hard plastic and will have a lot of posing options. Like Cassian's got three guns he can hold. That's exciting. K2 has I think... a bunch of hand options. She's got three guns
3: and you've got the helmet, not helmet option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, I, I, mean, I, she she I love the really sculpt really... on it.
2: She will have a helmet per standard regulations exactly <laughs> she's imperial
0: for now i know spoilers uh, spoilers that's if right. you haven't played that game that came out a
4: really long time ago that's a long time ago like two years ago yep yeah, yeah. that's a long time ago i, I think both these uh, are really cool additions
2: yeah yeah oh yeah i'm excited for it i'm really excited to see what she's going to bring what else she's going to bring so, table.
3: so let me let me take a quick pause here or well, actually we'll continue with the conversation but we have a lot of people who are former Imperials who then change sides to become Rebels. Home I need to traders. see the Rebel who changes sides. He's like, you know what? The Empire's right. They're winning. They're winning, so I'm joining that side. But not out of cowardice, but out of, you know, logical, this is the only
4: way. That that goes against, like, the narrative yeah, like, of Star Wars. <laughs> that's not a very feel-good, fun-time Star Wars story. Well,
3: I mean, clearly they're not going to end up winning. I mean, that's I mean, they're going to fail terribly, but... I think when Ben will
0: laugh at this, and that's fine, he's allowed to. I think, given me enough time, I can reach back into my memory banks. And that plot line has played out in some of the books and comics and superfluous content, but we have not seen it on screen, you're right. That's what I'm saying.
4: That's Don't we I'm kind saying. of have that? Like, Thrawn is with the Empire because he believes them to be the most likely to succeed. Right. He doesn't particularly like them, but he's he's like, why would why would I join a weaker side? So something yeah. like that.
3: But he wasn't a rebel to start.
4: No, but he was not an imperial to start.
3: What I'm saying is, I'm looking for a Boromir character who's going to, you know, Boromir.
2: He's going to get shot with quarter quarter sized diameter <laughs> arrows. Like getting shot He's going to feel like tail. he has to
3: take the ring to save his people. He must <laughs> go to the dark side to save his people. <laughs>
2: Ben, what else we got in there? Is there yeah. anything else new? S- any, Save any your news? poor metaphors and let's talk yeah. about the news. Any news, news on exactly. your part there? Let's come on. Legion, come perhaps. On.
3: So the news on my side is something I absolutely enjoy, which yeah. is the Vital Assets Battlefield expansion. Woo! I was just complaining about how our battle decks are getting a little stale. There aren't enough options. There's only four cards of each type, which means you can be pretty sure what your opponent is not t- you're not putting in there because there are cards people don't like. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people who will take out Hostile every time. They don't like how tight that makes their gameplay. And that's a fine strategy. Um, but you can kind of start predicting what things... Uh, Empire is almost rarely not going to have Disarray, or is rarely going to have Disarray in their deck. They don't do it. Um, I'm certainly not going to do it with Droidicas. They I mean, do not just accl- because
4: to Disorder.
3: Yeah, they do, they do not. So that's this right. expansion is going to give us more battle cards, and I love it. Yeah, I do too. I love it to pieces. I think they've only spoiled three of them. Um, Kind of. Are, they, are we only getting Kind three? of. Yeah. Like fully
0: no, spoiled. we see three different condition cards. We see at least yeah. two objective cards, and they only tease one deployment. So we may get more conditions than objectives at some point where it doesn't get perfect
4: parity. I believe right. they'd keep it symmetrical.
0: I don't know that they will because it's a lot easier, I think, to probably balance... A condition than it is an objective or a deployment. So if we get more of them,
3: I can see all these things, but I love that we're getting more. I mean, it makes it much more difficult to figure out what you are going to play against. Because if you go for the eight hundred points, which I do like to do, Mm you are giving up control of that battle deck. Yeah, and we need to make that absolutely, and we need to make that battle deck worthwhile. Oh yeah, and so I am excited for it. First, first, we're getting very cool models. Yes. I love these these supply boxes slash landmines. I think they're landmines. Yeah. Um, sea yeah. mines. Uh, uh, they're on change. they are <laughs> <they're> gonna float. <laughs> Listen, every every country mom and her and her <laughs> every farmer and his mom have a gun. That's right. So uh, we're also getting a little transport pads, which look like we have to move things. So that's kind of cool. They've got notch bases, so we're gonna push these little transports around. Push the payload. Yeah. I love it
0: in the payload objective. Yeah.
3: In the payload. Yeah. And we're getting two hostages, which I always love. Yes. I mean. What a good so time. <laughs> the Everyone hostages are... hostages?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Reagan. Sorry. That's, that's, that's wow, a, that was a deep cut
3: on that one, Tim. That's
2: fine. You can cut it if you need to, but it's damn good and you know it.
3: I appreciate it. That's I right. appreciate it. I know it. you
2: would. That was for you, Ben. You can cut it if you have to.
3: So the hostages are basically, you're going to have a hostage exchange. And it's it's really interesting. It's, it's an interesting setup for a victory
4: condition. Yeah. I absolutely some, love it. Some uh, third-party minis as the hostages. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, like <laughs> to some, see who um, some everyone
0: bases their minis differently and see who their army's hostage is going to be. It will be a lot of fun.
3: And so I think the thing that is so interesting to me is that so this reads, starting with the blue player, each player places one of their opponent's chosen unit on or as near as possible to the center of the battlefield and performs a speed one move with that unit. Then each player places a claimed objective token in base contact with the unit leader of their chosen unit and equips a hostage upgrade to that unit. They can't get to use detonate because they're so close to each other. And they all get claimed the ability to grab the hostage. I just love this. Thing. I think it's yeah.
2: really interesting. It's really interesting. I like it. You're trying think, to
3: get it, get them back. I'm super excited.
0: The yeah. only thing that I fear is is this going to be sabotage two with there only being two victory tokens, kind of roaming around. Are we going to get a lot of tie games that go to kill points?
2: No, because I think this changes so much, though. Like your game states to be so in flux. Sure, because like, because you're it's a, it's a living, breathing unit that it has moves this. right. Like it's yeah. I mean, I I think you're definitely going to have some. Situations where that'll happen, but I think because it's a unit and stuff, and you can be more interactive with it. It's not just go up and touch it, and that's it.
3: Um, like I said, I, I do love the fact that it's. I mean, your victory says you gain a victory token for each de- objective token that is claimed by a unit they control. So you yeah. get one for that, and then you get one if it's also in your deployment zone. Right. So you've got up to up to four.
4: And then the right, host- There are some variables. The hostage yeah. card changes the unit as well. Correct. It does. Increases their courage and reduces their speed. Which I do love. I do love And they cannot start a melee.
3: And you gain immune... um, Immune enemy fire uh,
4: during round one, I believe is what that says.
3: uh, There's actually an immune keyword. It's it's immune
4: enemy effects.
3: Uh Okay. Oh, enemy effects. Yeah.
0: So you're not going to be able to be like force pushed. Uh, You're going to be immune to some of those new like... I can't get choked. Yeah.
4: Um, (laughs) Only for round one. Yeah. Yes. But still, that's, let's, that's
3: in order to get them away. Yeah. I mean, right. right.
4: As it breaks down. Yeah. I think
0: As you're going to be immune enemy effects the whole, the no, whole say, time you have a hostage.
2: No, it says round one. Well, we don't know where the period... It could the, be a period. A period or a comma. Yeah. Oh, I th- I'm pretty sure it's a yeah. period. I think
0: but... you're immune to enemy attacks for round one, and if that's a period... You gain immune enemy effects. That's a new line of tech. So we'll we'll just have to. It's a wait and see game. Yeah, um, yeah. That's fair.
3: Um, but then, so we also get supply drop, which is a great Holy little cow. condition. I'm excited for this. It's and if you've been played Imperial Assault, it works very much like that little battle. That little deck does. You can go mm-hmm. grab a crate, pull something out of the crate, and we see a couple of the cards here. The Grapnel Harpoon which gives you a one time use scale. We're lopping yep. bits off that poor dead game. Yes, Yes, we really oh, are. We are.
4: <laughs> what is dead men um, die? Stop, it's already dead. <laughs> it's already dead. It lives in the app
3: now. Mm-hmm. It does. It cloud. does. Uh, you get the field scanner, which I think is a great upgrade. Oh, my gosh. When I saw I mean, that field scanner. Abso- while defending against it. a range attack, during the applied dodge and cover step, gain a dodge token.
0: Give it to me now.
3: Exhaust it, tap that bad boy, dodge. Nimble, 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 nimble. nimble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. I. We also get a back to capsule, which I like. Just yeah. free action. Treat yourself. Just treat yourself. Treat yourself. Restore a mini to a non droid trooper. Range one line of sight. I mean, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's a one time user.
4: But and
0: then we do have a, a something a targeting scanner or something like that that we're going to. Which do, I
4: think, think know, is the the opposite of the dodge one. I think it gives you an aim probably, before you shoot. Yeah, I,
3: I think, think that it does. Yeah, would be my guess. I believe so. I mean, but then you also have an, another one that we can see is the um, fortified positions. And it works a lot like the skirmish game one. You start placing mm-hmm. barricades on the table.
0: Yeah, that that one's gonna be fine. I think yeah. this will replace a lot of people's clear conditions. To be honest, yeah. Be and I would take it over clear positions, but I think it'll be the new vanilla. Yeah, um, yeah. I could see uh, maybe the red dice factions taking clear conditions over this, uh, but the white dice factions are totally
4: cutting clear oh, conditions yeah. <laughs> Clear fortified <laughs> going positions. positions. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they the do one... prevent you from making your box, Ryan.
3: Yeah. Uh the one deployment we can see is uh danger close. I love it. And if that is symmetrical, whew Yeah. I you don't have a lot of space between you and the opponent. You I mean you've got that three range that three band.
0: There. If if you're playing that short range uh or melee list, which I tend to play a lot of, danger I, close looks real sexy.
3: Oh, I mean and I remember the old days of the very short field and disarray and Vader mm-hmm. suddenly dropping a whole bunch of suppression on you. Yeah. That could be gross to watch Vader walk across that very tiny zone.
4: Well, there's like, still ways your opponent him. doesn't have to drop right at that range 3 from you. Like they can drop in their far corner and this is you true. can only get you can get closer than normal, but it's still a ways away. But sometimes
3: that's a good risk though. You put a put a threatening unit right there. Oh yeah. I could see putting an ATST right there on that very close bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, any anything like, hello, boys.
4: that wants to like move to a position and shoot the rest of the game will love it. Mm-hmm. So, all Imperial vehicles. Most vehicles, like,
3: yeah, I love that deployment So But it, like I said, it's great. I love the minis; they look fantastic. Um, you've got some. Are uh, what are those Nemordians? Yeah, man, for the Trade Federation. Yes.
4: Those are your yep. your
0: boys. Oh. Yep, we got, like we got a Nemordian. We got a Pantoran. Some sea I mines. Mean. Some boxes.
3: I, yeah, really, I will say these models look fantastic. So. Yeah, we do. I'm getting more and more impressed by the things so, that are coming out of it. Speaking of the
0: models, I don't want to go in and speculate like what payload is going to do. But I do want to ask each of you, with the way that you have your army based, your payload little hovercrafts, what are you putting on them?
3: Ooh. What are you um, going to hobby uh, on top? That's a great question. It's a great question.
0: Hmm.
3: Oh, sorry, I'm going to pause here so you have time to think. We can actually see the VIP hostage guard. You're, you're immune to enemy effects just for round one
2: yeah oh, okay that's
0: what yeah I'm saying, it's yeah. somewhere in the article it's just I labeled I funny I didn't, I didn't
3: click it so it's just a hyperlink and so it's just labeled it's a vip instead of hostage and so i didn't somehow when looking through the thing i missed it so yeah. i just saw that thing that's what so I feel thought, free to edit I mean, that I information i do not know
2: enough to to say yeah no. that's fine
3: yeah
0: um mm. are you are you gonna have a hovercraft ben full of like spare droid bits we're like halfway through the battle. Do you need an arm? Do you need a leg? Just, just a, <laughs> pushing a, a around mobile a shopping work. cart full of full of bits.
3: Um. Yes, I think I'm, I think I'm for that.
0: Or That's is true. it going to be like a couple crates full of lightsabers in its Grievous' collection? This wheel I, the I collection. do love
3: the third party idea of this. I've seen lots of um, uh, the child from the Mandalorians <laughs> popping up on the internet exactly as these little tokens. So. <laughs>
4: that's awesome yeah the third party body scene is going to be great Seems I, I never thought
3: base. that I would ever have a model of Werner Herzog for my table but I am so stoked for that I can't even tell you
4: didn't you buy a Darth Jar Jar Ben?
3: <laughs> um, I did buy a Darth Jar Jar <laughs> I oh, actually <had> <laughs> Use that I, as your yeah.
4: I've schedule. been so
3: busy in, in, in November and December I haven't had time to touch it but uh, I'm super excited for it uh, I gave uh, I him this idea.
4: It. I sent it to him. Yeah. And I was like, you and, need this to be your dooku.
3: And I would love to say it's because I'm drinking. I don't drink. I mean, it's not that I'm against it. I just don't I don't do a lot of it. So I bought that fully sober. Yep. So. <laughs> uh, you can yeah. only blame yourself and me. I can only blame myself for that. <laughs> and me. So speaking of
0: new and interesting battle cards, we teased it a little bit on our last episode. And as our Christmas present, as the stab cast to you ho 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 we we have decided i guess life day present it's you know you celebrate yeah, what really. you want but this is just happens to hopefully if everything goes according to plan release on christmas we have built a battle deck uh, we built a fully these cards armed and
2: operational battle deck
0: <laughs> operation is a strong term it, it may exists. not be operational it a exists A
2: armed and possibly operational battle it deck it has not been tested <laughs> yet
0: we have not had a chance to play test these we have not uh we designed these away from each other kind of in a vacuum
2: a battle deck.
0: and uh they're probably not balanced they're hopefully fun though so if you guys uh check the show description there will be a link to probably a google drive where you can download a wonderfully horribly photoshopped uh pdf that you can print off that ben would have made
3: i don't have a lot of technical skills in photoshop but i'll make it look as nice as i can yeah we'll we'll do the best we can
2: (laughs) a less Um, than operational or armed (laughs) battle deck
3: yes
0: (laughs) but i will say designing this for me at least was super fun to see what i would what what a good like the design space you can open up for, for your battle deck. We have each designed a condition, a deployment, and a objective. And I guess we're going to do a quick summary of those for you guys to see if there's something you want to play. I would love, though, the, the best thing you could do for me, though, is print these out, guys. Play with it. Uh, send us some photos. And I would love a hypercritical review of how oh, terrible excellent. it actually oh, is. Tell absolutely. us how bad yeah. we
3: are. So... And I will say, we we make this joke all the time. When Ryan and I go out to dinner, we're out playing games, we go out to supper, he and I order the same thing. Yeah. So I'll be darned if he didn't send me his things first. And half of it wasn't something I'd already planned. And I was like, garbage can. Ripped up my own designs, threw them away. Beat him to the punch. (laughs) Beat me to the punch. Sometimes I will try to order before Ryan just so he can't do it. So then he has to turn to the server and be like, I'll have what he's having. That's right. That's true. And nobody wants to be in that position. (laughs) We just have great taste. What can I say? So let's start with our deployments because that's always a basic place to, to get our things started up here. And so here's what I created. I entitled it hemmed in. The blue players will have the range one band on the left and right short edges. Just range one from that edge. And then the red player will be in a range one band on either side of the center line from the long edge to the other long edge. Okay. So basically, along say the fifty yard line, they'll get range range one on either side. So they'll get, you know, that foot in the dead center. And okay. then the blue player will be on either side of them. That's cool. And so
1: Okay. Hmm.
3: It's going to um, make, uh,
0: if you decide to mix and match your Stabcast battle deck and your actual battle cards, uh, any objective that requires you to
3: drop something in the center will get super spicy. For the yes, it will. But I can definitely see me being a rebel player and having access to the commanders wanting this in disarray. Yeah. Because you can control yeah. both sides. Mm-hmm. And you can fire the things. Oh, yeah. And then I would probably take any objective that requires you to be outside of the the, uh, the uh, deployment zone. So boxes yeah. get a lot spicier because you have access to both sides of their boxes. Sure. And you can fight towards the middle to take their boxes away from them. And blue player
0: breakthrough, since the blue player is not in the fortified position in the middle, mm-hmm. you get to surround their army and take the center. Like At yep. that point, you're not playing breakthrough anymore. Exactly. But also, it means if they choose to advance their entire army on Breakthrough one direction,
3: uh, it's going to go real bad for that half of the army. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. But, again, but they're getting harassed from the backside as they're coming in, as as, as they're out. As long as your
0: army's fast
3: enough, yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I I like the idea, and it forces the board to play in a different way. We tend to play long side to long side, and Mm -hmm. it's one of the reasons why I like long march, because now you're going from short side to short side. Sure. So. I like to play.
0: Sam, like what'd you come it. up with?
2: Um, I, I kind of came up with a, a different take or spin kind of on the face-off side of things, on the skirmish side. Oh, um, okay, cool. But for an 800-point game, so not for skir- for a skirmish size. But, you know, for face-off, for those that aren't familiar, it's the deployment that you place it on the middle of your, your board edge, and it is a range-to-bubble. And that is, that is your a semicircle bubble, I should say. And that's where you deploy your units. Um, and I like that idea. I do. And so I kind of took that for this size and for the way I did it. I think, I think range two would be a little bit too big. And maybe we need to try this out on the table to, to iron it out. Um, but so I call mine splinter cells uh, or bubbles. We can call the bubbles. Bubbles. If you want to
0: call it bubbles. I like bubbles. it. Bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> bubbles. Exclamation point. Tiny <laughs> bubbles. It's bubbles. Have, on the map.
2: <laughs> there it is. Officially Splinter Cells. But anyway. Um, but it is range one semicircles. And again, the way I have it set up right now, and I need to probably try this out before we finalize it, but it's having two on each edge, on each board edge, and then one on each side. And. Ben and I were talking, and we were all talking beforehand, talking about how, what if we alternated? Because otherwise you're just kind of facing, sure. the, you're, you're just kind of in a uh, major offensive situation. It's just slightly different major offensive. But if you alternate the bubbles, it's not like disarray because you're right next to each other, but it's also a little bit different. So I would say probably dis, probably alternating between blue player, red player, blue player, red player.
3: And so, if you do that, do you require them kind of like disarray to be a, to have a unit in every bubble? Yes, absolutely. No, I yes. don't know that you do.
2: Oh, absolutely, because otherwise you just ignore it. You just well, just if you disarray. make them
0: range one bubbles, you're not going to be able to fit your entire army in a single bubble.
2: No, but you right. I get so you that. instead That's
0: of having so. to deploy pick deploy in four different spots because yes. you know the way you described it, you will have four. You can yeah. just you can consolidate if you can make it fit which i think players are going to have a hard time doing
2: No, i would say you have to put at least one unit in each one okay absolutely otherwise otherwise it's just too too easy (laughs)
3: because things get real ugly when you have your um um your uh hostile environment or when you start really playing with suppression right that game gets real ugly because you're even at two commanders you're likely not going to have the range
2: this is true but anyway ryan what do you have
0: I came up with something that doesn't require deployment markers at all. There's no blue and red (laughs)
2: squares.
0: My God. I know I've come up with entrenched positions. Um, There actually are some squares just in case stuff gets really weird. Um, (laughs) Both players have a, I want to say a safety square in case you can't deploy anywhere else and opposing uh, major offensive corners. Um, but the text at the bottom of the card says uh, the blue player selects one piece of terrain, then the red player selects one piece of terrain and one piece of non-area terrain. The blue player then selects an additional piece of non-area terrain. So both players have one piece of potentially area terrain and one piece that is not area terrain. And your units can be deployed on top of or adjacent to that terrain, That your two selected terrain pieces. Okay. So everyone basically gets infiltrate, but without in, the range restrictions. Without the range restrictions, um, but we're gonna—it's gonna be. I wanted to capture the feeling that you are joining the battle as as a in, commander in media res. In yeah. media res, like everyone's already taken up their positions. The the battlefield's been pitched.
2: Sure.
0: Um, and it's gonna be really chaotic. And I wanted to find a way to be able to use the edges of the board in a in ways that we normally can't for objectives. Um, so you, boxes can be placed out in far-flung corners or transmission oh, towers can. Yeah. And you're going to get to play with different parts of tables that normally people who are constructing tables maybe kind of ignore. And uh, it sounds it sounds really fun. Um, I yeah, can't that wait to. Uh, this one I actually do really want to try out. Yeah. Um, so it's a grab that yep. because every Star Wars movie starts in media res. Mm-hmm. So
3: I wanted a deployment that kind of simulates that feeling.
2: No, that's fair. I like that.
3: Editor's note: I'm going to add a phrase here. Sure. Treat these um, pieces of terrain as areas of deployment.
0: Yeah, no, they absolutely are for for objective markers yeah. and for um, the only place it'll get funny is if we do have objectives that you play with that start in the middle. Like theoretically, someone's deployment zone could be in a, a key position,
3: right? But that's why mm-hmm. it's entrenched. <laughs> yep. It's
4: right. Yeah, it opens up some interesting possibilities. Will, mm-hmm. what do you have for us? Uh, I've named mine after a band I wanted to start in high school, Swaths of Des- Desolation. Yes. Oh, Ugh. that's... Yeah, that just sounds like feelings. A, a late 2000s. Yeah, we just can <laughs> uh, not Tell us yeah. all about it. Um, <laughs> it's... So I tried to invert something we always have with our deployment cards so far, and that I wanted this to come out in the, you know, in when you're choosing cards and it flips the board edges. Ooh. So like blue player chooses his side of the board, his or her, theirs, sorry. Um, <laughs> but then if this deployment is chosen, red player is deploying on the edge blue player chose. So it, it can really throw a wrench into yeah. that whole planning you're trying to do. Okay. Uh, the shape of it, it's, it's major offensive... Lengthened, but without the middle bit. Uh, it's so it's
3: it's it's two L's.
4: Yeah, yeah. it's two L's. It's two L's. You,
3: it's you... pretend you're a filmmaker trying to make the video camera. Yeah. With, you know, screen yeah. With your, you do with the thing fingers. with your fingers. Right. Uh, it <laughs> okay. is range.
4: Okay. It's range eight down the long edge. So you've got quite a bit of overlap on the long edge. Yeah. Instead of like major offensive
0: or advanced positions where you just meet in the middle. But
4: that's only one up from the edge. So kind of like a Correct. battle lines that far. And then on the short edge, you go up four range, right up to range four, and it's too wide. Yeah. So, it's- so
0: yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. I feel like this was major offensive light diet major offensive, if you want to call it that.
4: Okay. And and so the two points, there are two points where they're very close. I think it's a little over range two, like two and a half. Yeah. right and so, so you the could, math works out to be about two and a half you yeah. could start really close to one another if you chose to mm-hmm. but if your opponent yeah. drops in that one you can just drop in your mirrored corner and be very far from that unit he dropped there so it has a lot of deployment opportunities uh breakthrough here there's a lot of space in this deployment zone
1: mm-hmm.
4: uh you can just barely fit evaporators on here like <laughs> just barely And I think some clever blue player could drop their first one to make it so there's only three evaporators. Mm -hmm. Which, I don't know that that's honestly a bad thing. Yeah. I know it would make you happy if you got to pull it off.
0: Well, it's it's not even that, and I just don't like how evaporators goes to a tie. I would love to have a central evaporator that we fight over. Sure. Like, you get a safe one, I get a safe one. Now, blue player getting to place two out of the three is a little rough. Right. But, once again, these decks aren't balanced. Nope. And... Once again, you will have to decide if you want to just play the Stabcast deck or if you want to shuffle these cards in with your traditional battle deck. That's
3: true. What I kind of love about this is is that um, three of our four really give credence to a laser cannon. They really set up emplacement troopers nicely. Yeah, they do. If you want to, that doesn't kind of hem them in. Mm -hmm. But they also give places for bikes. Like Mm entrance positions is great if you want to be a bike player because then you can start running around in odd places. Yeah. Yeah. very, very quickly. So I, I like all of the, the, the things that we've done here.
4: Yeah, when, when we have them all visually represented, like Tim's, I'm having trouble rep- getting in my head. But once we have that card, I think I'll really like it.
3: Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. It's uh yeah, I like it. I like it. Again, I love deployments. I love the battle deck not being sure. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, I, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I love not knowing what you're going to get into. And right now, it's a pretty safe bet you know about what you're going to be looking at. So I love it. So, uh, that, that was Will's last one. So, let's talk about our conditions. Ryan, what have you created here?
0: <laughs> I've created something that Crazy we town. had to grammar police like six oh. times to get it to do the thing that I wanted it to do. And I believe this is the thing that I came up with and I got it to you to, to start like working on before you were done with yours. And we were in – maybe not doing the exact same thing but in a ballpark. With it was other.
3: real close. And the only real difference is a slight thematic difference. Sure. Uh, That's really the only small difference. You and I would have used different art and a different title, but it would have been very much the same. (laughs) Yeah. So
0: keeping up with my in-media res theme here, um, a lot of times I imagine like Legion ground combat is not in a vacuum. There is probably some kind of skirmish going on in the skies above, and this is orbital debris. Um, At the start of round two, both players will place a condition token, and they will place one at the end of every subsequent round after two, and they will roll a red defense die, placing it on the token. At the end of each round, the condition tokens are treated like area weapons that go off. Um, the blue player can determine the order, but since nobody can really move at that point, it doesn't much matter. Uh, with range one area weapons, you'll roll three black dice, and it'll get one of three keywords based on the red defense die sitting on top of it. So depending on the symbol, if you roll a block, it's going to have impact three. So if your Ooh. armor vehicles aren't able to get out from the crushing debris, they'll they'll take some, some hard hits. Yeah. If it's a blank, it's going to have... Uh, blast to ignore the cover. And if you roll that surge, it's going to be small bits of debris that are very suppressive. And then after the attack, you remove the token. So you and your opponent are going to be placing tokens on where your opponent is either at to force them out of a position or putting them near objectives to, to make you give them some trepidation on going to new positions as, as debris kind of rains down from the from the sky. And I think with some of the new uh, Dooku... Vader and Luke, operative Luke cards. There's going to be some really fun tricks you can do.
3: Yeah, I can definitely see pushing someone into the path of the orbital debris. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can, oh, absolutely. I can see Vader fleeing some people. Yeah, and it's orbital because it's coming in from space. So you, normally our characters can see it coming at them, and they, they have time a, to move. Yeah, yeah. Get a little as little long time. as they have more than one action. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and as long as the angry <laughs> Sith man isn't throwing them into it. Yep. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, I, the only difference between what my idea was and Ryan's idea was, is that it was basically the battle in the skies. And so it was kind of a little bit more targeted. Um, oh, like airstrikes I, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like airstrikes and stuff. Um, but again, same kind of setup. I mean, the yeah. Difference so is you and I would have different art on it. I mean, <laughs> sure. You were
0: doing, uh, you were doing taco uh, Maz Kanata's castle where the, there's the big yes. fight going on down and the X-Wings kind of come in and help help clean things up. Exactly.
4: Exactly. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Will, so, what do you have? What did you come up with?
4: Uh, I have another great... Uh, Inversion? Alt- Alt-Rock <laughs> band name, Belligerent Inhabitants. <laughs> I do think Will does win the naming contest. Uh, Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Swaths of
4: desolation and belligerent inhabitants. We're not even to the third one yet. Uh, (laughs) So I've basically made the opposite of hostile environment. Uh, During the end phase, each unit that is in base contact with a terrain piece cannot remove suppression tokens. But also during each unit's rally step, if any model in the unit is touching a piece of terrain. It rolls one fewer die to remove suppression.
0: Uh, are we going to take the uh, Sabine Wren's graffiti token approach to a minimum of 1? To what? A minimum of 1, do they at least get to roll one die?
4: Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's right. it's not quite like an Ewok uprising, but it's, you know, there's there's people in this city that don't want you there. There's Sure. There's, oh, that's cool. There's fauna and flora in a jungle world that are trying to trying to bite you.
3: I, I do love it in part because it it takes away some of the advantage of touching the terrain. Like, you know, when you Mm -hmm. shoot through it and you're touching it, it doesn't count against you. Mm -hmm. Right. But But if you want to be able to rally, you got to step away from it. And so it
4: always, it always feels bad when you're, when you are playing hostile because, you know, you you shoot at something in heavy cover and, you know, you tag some, maybe you only tag suppression on it and then they still get to remove it, which, you know, the whole, I don't know. It gives some benefit and, to that, you know, they couldn't block your hits and still take the suppression by being against cover, but then they have to mm-hmm. pay for it by not removing it. Right. Keeps people moving. Yeah. Prevents I do that, love it. Prevents the Imperial and, Fortress from assembling itself.
3: And without any spoilers for the most recent movie, there's a ton of belligerent inhabitants in lots of Star Wars movies.
4: Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean,
3: it's there's there's always some weird animal that's mm-hmm. on a planet. There's always some sinking ground or always. shifting plant vines or, you know, yeah. rock slides and... Yeah, and so, you know, like, I, like I said, I didn't want to. Or it's not a full Ewoks. Ewok
4: uprising, but they are not oh, happy. I want. A,
3: I wanted Ewok <laughs> uprising.
4: I thought you'd make it. I thought your condition was going to be Ewoks. That's right.
3: Uh, no, because I I expect them to be a fully playable faction soon. So, right. <laughs> we can
4: only hope. <laughs> well, Ben, what did you make? If not Ewoks, so kind of along that same lines, I went with
3: Dangerous Ground, starting with the blue player. Um, players take turns placing a three-inch circular lava flow area terrain until there are four terrain pieces placed. This terrain is treated as difficult terrain for troopers and ground vehicles. Any trooper or ground vehicle unit crossing the area must roll one white dice per model for every block symbol. To deal one wound to that unit. So think of it as clambering across a lava flow.
1: <laughs> I did a a really Anakin likes that. Flow.
3: <laughs> so I'll be honest with you. This is inspired from TTS. Um, a lot of their maps have this interactive terrain piece that, that oh, yeah. says when you're trying to cross this, um, this comes straight for that. It's an attempt to put that on a live table, hmm. yeah. and so I can yeah, see it. I, it's it basically if you don't want to cross, you don't have to. It Kind of blocks that off. It it right. gives you some a reason to try to pull in you know air units, um, some kind of speeder, some kind of you know floater bike, something like that. So,
1: yeah. I can And that. if we
3: ever get you know. Um, coming from Imperial Assault, there are jet troopers and things with backpacks. It allows you to jump over things like, you know, Boba Fett does really well with this. He doesn't care about it. He's going to leap over it.
2: That's right.
3: So, um, yeah, but I like it. I like the idea of having terrain that actually does damage you. Yeah. And you're more than welcome to walk over it if you need to to do the thing, but you run the risk of the damage. Oh, yeah. Um, The only thing I can probably think of is Environmental Gear probably negates that, but that's what Environmental Gear does, so.
2: Speaking of environmental gear, (laughs) Uh, I have very similar things. And when it when I read yours, I was almost a little perturbed because I was like, I was going to call mine. Like, Muddy ground, or something like that, or like <laughs> less than ideal ground, and dangerous ground is not taken. So therefore, we had to rename sub-optimal
4: it uh, ground. That's, sub-optimal, that's, ground. suboptimal ground. Yes, <laughs> suboptimal
2: ground. Suboptimal. Excellent. I want to play with bubbles and suboptimal ground. Yes. Um, mine is is pretty straightforward, because I saw all these are pretty pretty complex, which is good. But it's also nice sometimes just to have a nice easy one in there. So it's not super super duper in depth. There's not a whole lot of 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 exegesis to go on about it. It's all troopers are reduced to speed one unless they have unhindered or environmental gear. Like that's, There you go. Like it's... it's just called downpour. So in my mind it's rainy. It's muddy. I'm thinking of that uh, planet from Solo where all I was thinking that beaches. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just think of how nerdy it is. Like, yeah, everybody moves speed one. All trooper units, I should say, are reduced to speed one. They're all Vader.
3: I believe that was <laughs> yeah, Minibon. exactly. Yeah, um, which Jasmine, also kind of makes Minibon. sense though when your yeah. your snow troopers are moving quickly because they have built in environmental. They gear. came they prepared. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and this does terrify me as a rebel player who like Scout sure. Gat- oh, is my is my yeah. friend. Um, yeah. and, but mean, in
3: every movie, that kind of rain, pour, wood, or the, the snow, or whatever it may be. I mean, I get it. I like that thematically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: And it's like I said, it's a straightforward one. Nothing, the no frills option, if you want a no frills option. But but it also has, <laughs> but it still has a big impact on you. Um, right. Yes, I would say yeah. it, it. definitely does. Yeah. No, I agree, Ryan. Right? It's it's definitely more probably geared towards those imperial players, but I think that's okay too. You know. Yeah. No, just I like, think that's okay too. Just like we have regular, uh, real play tested. Deployments that are, mm-hmm. yeah, I know, that yeah. are, you know, I don't know, are were they play t- no. <laughs> yeah. better for some folks than for others. This Original key positions
4: be, was, uh, yeah, yeah,
3: I don't know that, that was play tested well. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> but honestly, Tim, your downpour and in, in Will's swaths of desolation would be <laughs> would be a, a real fight. Yep, I yeah. mean Ryan's and Trent's positions. I love the idea of it raining. Like this is adding, I think, thematically in a way that doesn't yeah. mandate your storytelling. Right. Like I like the downed ATST. I like the crash pod. Yeah. But it's definitely not a competitive gameplay. It is a narrative gameplay. Ah. And so I think I like the, what ours are doing. It's it's allowing you to tell the narrative story while keeping it inside. The um the, the competitive play
4: introducing an yeah. element of that but not making it the center yeah. of what's going right. on right not making it the center no definitely exactly I can understand that. still we hope a balanced experience that's right and we can better. only hope we well the best we can do but let's,
3: so all those pieces are fine the deployments you can work around you know the conditions you can work around but it's how you score points in this game because we know points are how you actually win this thing that's not blowing up your are. opponent that's right so let's talk about these objectives. Let's. Here, here's what I've come up with, um, and I don't know if I like the title as well as I thought I was going to. Um, <laughs> but it's the uh, it's the Propaganda War. Each commander gains the following. Two actions, place a propaganda token on a terrain piece, range 2 beyond any deployment zone. It has 3 health, cover 2, and can be targeted at range 1 to 2 or melee. I
0: thought that was oh, a free no, action. I thought that was the free action I Oh
3: no, that. that's a double action. Huh. Ooh. Huh. Yeah. It's gonna take all your bits to put up a propaganda war.
4: Okay. Huh. Arts okay. and crafts. Yes. Uh, <laughs>
3: interesting. Each core unit gains um one action. If in melee contact, remove a propaganda token. Get up there, rip it down.
0: Meh. Um That's that's interesting because I think uh continue, continue. then I'll then so, I'll start ranting. I'm sorry. My at the, brain, you got at my brain the end buzzing. of
3: yeah, at the end of round four, two round uh round four and round six. Sorry, somewhere the, the word "and" went away. At the end of round four and round six, and the end of the game, score one point for each propaganda token you control. Hmm. No round okay. two. No love for round two. I, and I think the problem with round two is I think everyone's going to get to score a free one because you you will you just place it last since I, I'm required to take so much of your. Um... I
0: I get that, but you still make them burn the turn to do it. Because where I think this gets interesting is like Leia and Veers and Krennic and to a degree Jin love this. Dig them out. Vader, Luke, Palp, Grievous. Han. All these commanders that need their actions to go up and do like are more active combatants. (laughs) Yeah. Don't like this at all.
3: I know. Which is one of the reasons why I kind of like it because those people don't play a propaganda war. They play sure. a you know shooty shooty bang bang you know stabby war,
0: yeah. Uh, we, but that's one reason I think you should make it turn and make them spend the at actions the for turn two, um, round two. So yeah, even number round. So round it's, and it's it's goofy round intercept round transmissions. Yes. But you you get to depl- You get to place the intercept. Yeah, you points, have to build your is, own cool. transmitter. <laughs> right,
3: and it's shootable. Like I said, you can blow mm. it up. Like you can shoot the thing if you want to.
0: Yeah, that is cool. Okay. No, I, I dig it. Of of the four that we've built here. I think this one is probably my favorite, even even over the one that I built, because mine is is bonkers. Before. Well, we haven't seen the this, others this yet, cool. Ryan. I know this is this is cool.
3: So I I was pleased with this one after I had to you know ditch my previous things that because uh, I did have something not quite not quite what Ryan had designed here. I didn't, um, close but enough. it was for, it was close enough for the objective. I was like, well, I can't do that. So <laughs> <laughs> it, and when we get to Ryan, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll see we'll see what that is, but. Uh, so Tim, so that was what I can, uh, Propaganda War, I love it, construct the thing, keep it alive as best you can. So then right. you're trying to defend these tokens you put out there. It does actually help a rebel player, because you have more commanders to do to do these double actions. Sure, sure. It, w- it would actually hurt the CIS, but I'd be honest with you, I don't know if the CIS had a great propaganda campaign. <laughs> and yep. maybe when we get, you know, Poggle the Lesser, we'll get, you know, the, the, the right places to, <laughs> to kind of set that up. And but. Your,
4: your boy Newt Gunray.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. New Gunray is right. definitely going to get out there and try to try to fix the thing. So, <laughs> I love it. But I'll be honest with you, I kind of like Tim's too, um, in part because sure. it pulls a little bit from X Wing. So, Tim, what have you got?
2: So I I went back and forth on this, and we definitely went through some revisions and stuff and talking about it because I had a rough idea. Um, so, but what we ended up coming up with was uh, the prototype personal shields is the name of it, and it's basically where each player selects two non-creature core units, which obviously we don't have creature core units right now, but, but we're, future-proof, we're future-proofing soon yeah, our stupid future-proofing cards. our fake, <laughs> our fake cards. It's soon. Great. That's right. Are uh, Ewoks creature troopers? Ew- <laughs> Ewoks are a mistake, but that's different. So anyway, but wow. each player selects two non-creature core units before deployment that gain a prototype token. And each unit with a claimed token Gains shield two, recharge one. And so, when a unit with the prototype token is killed, the attacking player scores a victory point. So it's if your dude's got a uh, a prototype token and I kill him, I get a victory point. All non-creature core units, or uh, excuse me, all non-creature core troopers gain the ability to claim these shields. And at the end of the game, each token you control is worth one victory point. And so my biggest fear with in making this initially was I didn't want it to be where okay we have each side has two really strong units and I have to kill the other guy's units and then we end up tying because we just killed each other's strong unit and now it's just points destroyed every time. Right. And so this at least lets it be a little more swingy and it's again you get a victory point for killing someone with it and it's you get a victory point for having one at the end of the game but you have to kind of I could definitely see situations where maybe you don't want to pick up that shield token right away. <laughs> you, yeah. Cause you, you pick
0: it up and get killed. You right. Give up, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like points, you, maybe yeah.
2: you, maybe you have your weaker squad kind of guard it waiting for your better squad to come in and grab it. And then, it, and that's how you play it. Um,
3: Honestly, like, it gives me a real use for those VP tokens. Sure, we don't have a lot of objectives that yeah. require you to really use them. I mean, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. it's yeah, it's, it's intercept, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: it's an interesting. Like I said, I want something that's going to be a little bit more back and forth. Uh, sure, kind of in, fog. Of in our in our kind of mental
3: playtesting, uh, Tim did have it on just your non-creature units. Mm-hmm. Um, or on, on, you know, but it, your real problem is if you have it on operatives, then suddenly Boba Fett gets really hard to kill, and yeah. he's already kind of hard with, to kill with yeah, shields. Death oh, bad! Gross. That was one actually yeah. I I thought of
2: was that Death that Troopers. I was life. like, this is going to be way too good uh,
4: on Death Troopers. If it's that, that
3: Tauntaun is roaming around with a shield on yeah. it, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs>
4: We're safe from that. We no creatures. It's allowed. a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean.
2: But, yeah, yeah anyway, absolutely that's, so that's kind of what I no, had I, this, one
4: sound, this one sounds.
0: this one sounds fun yeah. yeah I
2: think it sounds kind of neat and not just because I made it but yeah because we definitely worked together on that one a little bit because I need some need some some refining fire
3: <laughs> I love the idea of you know being able to kind of beef up that z6 unit sure. or maybe you beef up your medic unit yeah. you know I mean, since the medic isn't throwing dice but you want to be able to do that to keep them alive a little bit longer till you get full use out of it right um, I love the idea of, do I really want to pick this up with a single unit leader? Maybe keeps him alive a little bit longer. Yeah. But also, it's easier for that guy to die. You gotta so. think about it. You <laughs> gotta think about it. Yeah, I
4: love it. <laughs> well, in a similar vein to what Tim's created, I have Tip of the Spear. Which, starting with the blue player, each player must choose up to two of their core units. So, we're starting off in a similar way. Uh, but then, these units must gain either... Bounty or secret mission, and then to continue that, when allocating the bounty tokens, units nominated this way can choose an opponent's nominated core unit as the target. That's cool. So
0: it's not I just do like that.
4: You're not just hunting commanders with the core. You can hunt who they've nominated as their special cores. If I bring Boba Fett, can I pick a
0: uh, like a fleet trooper with a? bounty option as my bounty for boba
4: no or just the units okay well cores can only cores can go after the core gotcha it i i love
3: i can see the artwork already It's the 501st is vader's fist That's right yeah yep. i
4: mean absolutely i love this idea uh and then i have a, a twist at the end of the game victory victory tokens for successful bounties and secret mission actions that are held by the chosen units count as two victory points for final
2: That's scoring. Cool. that is cool.
4: Because okay. I didn't want the imperial faction with bounties or you know having an R two D two to throw the scoring way out of whack. Sure, but I you know I also wanted I, don't know, I wanted beefy core units to have a role besides like sit on this point and shoot at the other cores that are trying to get to the point. Yeah, which yeah. Oh yeah. No, it gets, it's cool. I dig it. And, I really dig it. And so you, and it, it
3: encourages the more core.
0: Yeah. I mean, it encourages yeah. some more core, and the other cool thing that I, it does is it lets you play the game that you want to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can play my slippery maneuvery game and pick secret mission. Tim can play his shooty bang bang game and pick bounty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first or it was you could just do a bounty. mix and match.
4: Yeah. yeah. At first, it was just bounty, but then I realized some people would not be able to just flex into that play style. <laughs> right. Right. And so you can, and you can have those guys with, uh, with secret mission, get rapid reinforcements. I was exactly drop about to in, say that. And yeah. then your opponent has to shoot them so they don't score that token at the end of the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. And they don't have the, then, the R2. Uh, he has ways to not get shot at, so they don't have that to protect them as much. So They're definitely still vulnerable. And you make you them make worth play. more
3: points. I mean, I love that you incentivize you know the, those yeah. two units as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they what get you're two saying
0: is I, I can put my fleet troopers on a secret mission.
3: You can. Absolutely. They yeah. can have that intel. All right, we're
4: getting thematics. Oh, yeah. man. I need some Bothan <laughs> fleet troopers. <laughs> yeah. Just so they can die? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, Ben, you were already the murderer of so many Bothans.
3: But they died to bring us this intel. <laughs> they died to bring this
4: me this chai latte. <laughs> All
3: so. Right. I will say, just to introduce Ryan's next one, to get him started on this next one. Yep. We have talked about this a lot. It has shown yes, up in a couple yeah. of RPGs. <laughs> um, we've been watching The Mandalorian, and we were talking Gosh. about this concept. Uh. So when I got it, I had to laugh really hard because yep. we've joked about Slowoski Can't Spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, a, as a Cajun-Polish man who grew up in East Tennessee in the mountains, he's yep. never actually seen a book. You so is <laughs> <laughs> So I'll tell you it was it was spelled in all sorts of terrible funny ways and I laughed real hard but I love the concept. Yes. So yep.
0: Uh, as a as a game master I've been GMing Star Wars games for a really long time. One of my favorite encounters I've ever gotten to run when the players told me that they wanted to do a thing and I gave them all kinds of options of where to go and I just made one of them up on the spot thinking surely they will not pick this thing to go investigate when there's he these other wrong. two. He really
3: cool things that could happen and, nope. and what I love about you Ryan is that you still have that bit of naivete that I'd you pump. think that to yourself and then we always choose the one yeah, thing you, you don't do that, think we're we going to do
4: that indomitable they will do what I think is right spirit yet <laughs> you can go investigate the
0: mind controlling bugs the potentially force sensitive droid or go to the Jawa droid circus and so now we have the objective Jawa droid circus <laughs> who would because that's where we this? chose to go <laughs> So each player gets uh, two objective tokens that are, that are droids, gonk droids, R2s, whatever you want them to be. Um, gonk, gonk. And they, you take turns much like evaporators, placing them on the table. Range one outside of deployments, range two from each other. Trooper units, uh, non-creature trooper units, gain program, which is a single action. Okay. When a trooper unit uses the program action, they can pick an objective token they are in base contact with and it takes a speed one move or it embarks. You can also use program on a vehicle that you control that has a condi- or an objective token embarked within it. So you can use your X-34s, you can use your GAV tanks to, to play around with this objective. And you're basically trying to pull out of the four droids roaming around the map, you're trying to pull them back to your deployment zones. At the end of the game, you score one point for each token adjacent to a trooper unit leader or embarked on one of your units. And you also score a point for each uh, condition or objective token in your deployment zone. So you can, th- you can do a couple funny things score-wise. If you can manage to be in base-to-base with it and in your deployment zone, you can score it for two points. If it's in your opponent's deployment zone and you're next to it, you both get a point, or you guys can both touch it at the same unit since it's not a claim action, and both score for the same droid. Um, and it's, it's the idea is to have all these droids running around the map and they can move as many times as you want. So if you can get clever and daisy chain movements, they can actually move pretty quick. Um, it's I. It was one of my favorite RPG
3: encounters, so I had to make an objective card about it. No, I, I do I love think it's it, and, <laughs> and it works a lot. And, and I do what I find it funny is that we started this idea a month ago, and mm-hmm. then FFG dropped something very similar, which is the hostage. Situation, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I also, I also think it,
0: this may sound like more like payload. Once we actually yeah. get the full text on that card, yeah, that's
2: probably true.
3: I mean, but I but I do like it. I do like the let's push push and pull kind of op, and your objectives there. Um, you don't actually control it, so you can leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Someone else can push it backwards towards something. Yep. Getting it to your objective zone will be a little bit harder. They're but, very slow. <laughs> uh, they're very slow, but you can program with multiple units per turn. Mm-hmm. So. It feels a little bit like a guild ball, actually. Like, let's pass the ball, pass the ball, pass the yeah. ball. Pass a little bit,
0: ball. yeah. That's I hadn't thought I mean, of that, but a little bit, yeah.
3: <laughs> but a lot slower. <laughs> a, a lot slower. But you could have a unit move towards it, get get within base-to-base contact, program it, move it on. Yeah. Have a unit. Like, you can, rather than spend your action shooting or going for cover, you right. don't have to play the kill game. You can you know, you know can play the Jawa Droid Circus program game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm
0: i'm I'm super just pumped to see how this how this plays out and guys if you would we would love if you were to, to print these out shuffle them up give them a go and and report back to us on on how this works um i even think if you're skirmish players out there you could probably modify a few of these pretty mm-hmm. easily and reduce the number of tokens and play them in your skirmish game um mm-hmm.
3: oh, but gonna- uh Oh, I'm going to make me think act. about, you know, making me think about now, can I do that? Do I have enough time to get that done between now and air date? Do two versions, a skirmish deck? No, and no, I'm not asking
4: deck. you to do two versions. I know I'm you're not asking a... me.
3: I know you're not asking me, but. <laughs> I mean, Ben, you if, 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 if you do you and I feel don't, you need to, <laughs> if you and I don't find
4: anything to do Thursday at Adepticon, we can just try to get people to play these silly games with us. This is true. That, that is space. true.
0: Um, Who knows but we would love your feedback. We'd love to see some photos of you guys playing them. Um, and tell us how worthless they are and how remind us why we're not game designers and we're just very casual podcasters.
4: Which we felt um, while trying to make these.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's but right. happy,
3: happy life day. It's That's what you right. deserve. I mean, this and it really, exactly honestly, the thing is. I love about these things is that not a one of them helps a Tauntaun do a darn thing. <laughs> and, That's right. And surprisingly, they're not anti-Tauntaun, which I really thought about making yeah. all three of my anti-Tauntaun. Yeah. I, I thought real hard. I mean... There, there's a couple of
0: these where, and mine mine are definitely included in this, where you can definitely see our inbred faction bias. Where yeah. Because like, how we think about the game, how our units that we like to play operate are going to be either really good and the things that we hate are going to be really bad in some of these. Like orbital orbital
3: debris is really bad for slow Imperial gun lines. Yep. And that was kind <laughs> yep. of on purpose. Um, and I'll be honest, Propaganda Wars, part of mine was I wanted my commanders to not give out aim and dodge tokens. Sure. <laughs> I want them doing something else. <laughs> but also not running in and wrecking face. But I'll, yeah. but not running and wrecking my face. My so rewards
4: right. having big, effective core units, which clones really have. Yeah,
3: Yeah. absolutely. And you are a belligerent inhabitant of most places we go, Will. (laughs) So, I mean...
1: You know, I feel Um, that
4: I'm... I feel you really bring the belligerence, Ben.
3: (laughs) I did design a deployment zone that was very much hemmed in. (laughs) At least when you're not
0: dressed as Man Mothma. All right, before we have to image... Ben is Man anymore. I want to thank you guys uh, for st- spending your time with the Stabcast. Happy Life Day. Um, and I'm Ryan Slowoski, reminding you to always support your local Jawa Circus.
2: <laughs> I'm Tim Hannah, reminding you to always get the high ground if you can. But if not, try your best. That's okay.
4: I'm Will Heim, reminding you to listen to our discussion of The Rise of Skywalker coming soon. Or is already out. And
3: I'm Ben Feller reminding you that never take half measures. If you're going to dress as Mon Mothma, go all the way. <laughs> Have a good night, good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>
4: Will, what have you created? Well, I've created just the tip. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, I knew that if I typed it, you'd read it. Yep, I knew yep, if I typed it, yep. you'd read it. It's you all know about getting that tip wet. <laughs> uh, stop. That one's geez. getting cut. I know. Well, the first cut. one we can. No, I'm, like I'm the redoing tip it. It's getting cut. I'm redoing oh. it. Well,
3: you know, listen, I was a trained Moyle once, so, you know. I, I don't okay. think I can get away with just, just a the say. tip either.
4: Like, I just want <laughs> yeah, to that do that. Yeah, that also needs to go. I know. <laughs> oh, no, I wrote that in there earlier, so. <laughs> uh, let's go back to my old name, <laughs> not Tip of the no, Spear. It was, it was still there. You, if you had just read Tip of the Spear and skipped just the tip, it would have <laughs> yeah.
3: It was even in parentheses, so you didn't have to read I it. I know, but I wanted to read it. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted it. I wanted this to happen. Right. Let's set you back up. Even though I did give you a six second pause and you didn't
4: manage to get to it. this it's fine. Yeah, he didn't. It's fine. <laughs> All
3: right. Here we go. Here we go.
4: Well, I can just go from the silence if you want.
3: Sure. Go ahead.